It is raining here in Florida, so you're going to hear some rain. I'm in the van. I'm in the van. So, you know, you're going to hear some raindrops tapping on the on the roof out there. No way around that. Uh, before we get into the show here, I want to remind everyone to go to HankStrange.com. Uh, sign up for our email list there. Look around the site. The site, the uh, new website is built by 2A Commerce. And, um, you know, we've got a lot of really cool stuff going on. You can figure out all the different platforms we're on, etc. So if you're watching us live right now, we're on Utreon so we can hold guns. We can hold guns like this beautiful Lead Star rifle that I have here in my hands. That's why we're on Utreon. So if you're watching this later on YouTube, you know, you need to come over to Utreon to watch us live. Or if you're listening on audio, um, you know, then you, and you want to join us live, Utreon is the place to go. All right. That being said, let me load my guests up into this window here. And then let's kick the show off. Let's do this. I don't hear any complaints from every, from anyone out there, so let's get going. Welcome back to the Hank Strange Situation, Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Moved My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like Franklin Armory. Franklin Armory provides 100% U.S.-made firearms and awesome binary option triggers. Their focus and purpose is to provide freedom tools to all Americans, especially those in not-so-free states. So when you're in the market, please consider Franklin Armory. All right, let's get this pop in here. I don't know for, I think uh, one of the mics that's joining us hasn't done this before. We do jazz hands. I don't care how tough you are. Everybody has to do jazz hands. Come on, Mike. There you go. Jazz hands in the air. We've even got the Marine dudes doing jazz hands. We are live. I hope you got your big girl panties on. Uh, this is episode 879 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. Uh, tonight we're talking about The Gathering by PSA. So, of course, we've got, uh, let's see, uh, I'll throw, make sure their names are up there. We've got Mike Willis and Mike Sexton joining us from PSA, as well as uh, we've got Tony Simon joining us from the diversity shoot here. I think I got everyone's name to show up here on this stuff. What's up, guys? What's going on? Good. How you oh, doing? Man, just getting ready for the show this weekend. It's going to be great. We uh, was out there today getting ready for it, and uh, I think mm -hmm. we're going to have a good time. All right. Okay. Yes, I was there last year. Was last year the first the first year of this? Yes. Last year was yeah. the first year. That's because we didn't have a shot show. Mm -hmm. um, Logan and Chad kind of sat around and said, what can we do? Let's, let's do something local and have a shot show on the range. And that's kind of how it started mm -hmm. and ended up last year with quite a few vendors. I think there were 50 something vendors there last year. And this year mm -hmm. we're expecting over 70 vendors there. So cool. yeah. it's going to be a great show. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, uh, even while we're, while we're doing all of this here, I want to remind everyone, this is going to be at the Clinton house, right? That's Clinton house plantation in Clinton, South Carolina. Right. And so for anyone who wants to find out information about this, you can go to Hank strange on YouTube. And I put up a, I put a short clip up there of us talking about it yesterday with the details, but, uh, where can, where can folks find out the details? of this uh they can go on the gathering website or mm -hmm. on facebook on the gathering or mm -hmm. they can email me at mike at letstoarms.com and i can send them information if they need to do it that way absolutely there you go it's not tough you can go to psa psa um on palmetto state armory i think on the website there's a link to the gathering 
uh, there as well. And I think, what's the details? Um, I think 16 and under is free admission, right? Yes, and then I don't I don't know exactly what the charge is to get in. Sixteen yeah. and under is free. I do know that. Yeah, I, I think it's I forty bucks. Forty bucks yeah, to get it. Right. I think it's forty at, bucks for one day, and it's a hundred for three. Oh, okay. And children yeah. under sixteen get in for free. Yes, and then you could so for that forty bucks, you get to shoot all the guns that are there. <laughs> Except, Lots of ammo. If you like, if yeah. you like shooting ammo, we're going to have a mile shoot there. I don't know if they talked to you last night about mm -hmm. that. Yeah. We got a lot going on there. There's a lot of free ammo. Um, you know, of course, the mile shoot is going to be a donation. I think it's ten dollars for two shots with, with yeah. Barrett, and yeah. that money is going to go to Lawrence County SWAT team because mm -hmm. the funding is low this year, and mm -hmm. well, that money is going to them to support their SWAT team, which is our local county that we're in here. Okay, yeah, that's good stuff. So there you go. I mean, ten bucks, the two rounds on a Barrett. That's pretty much what what the what it costs. <laughs> well, you're going to get a challenge coin for hitting it too, and the yeah, gun's already are. set up. So we got a MOA yeah. target out there, an 18 inch target at 1,760 yards. Mm -hmm. We also have a two foot by four foot target out there. All right, cool, Mike uh, Sexton. That is, since we got two mics here, um, are you overseeing that whole thing with the with the Barrett? No, or? I mean I'm, okay. I'm I'm a part of it. I'm mm -hmm. on the staff. Uh, we will have uh, Barrett will be there oh, okay. and some other uh, Beretta will be out there. But Barrett, Mitch Cox and Barrett is the one actually overseeing that shoot. And one of our guys will be there. Mark Link will be there uh, monitoring and helping support the guys up there. So, All right. Very cool. So let me do this here since we're in the beginning of the show. Let me start with Mike Sexton. If you could just tell the folks out there, you know, who you are. And what do you do? You're specifically at Leadstar, right? Which is a sister company to PSA. Do I have that right? That's correct. Okay. That's correct. My name is Mike Sexton. As we spoke there, uh, I'm a retired Marine, 21 year Marine. Uh, after I retired, I started competitively shooting. Uh, been shooting for over 25 years competitively. Got into three gun back in 2001, and I do long range competitions and three gun competitions. And that's how I got tied in with Leadstar is uh, started shooting for them, uh, helped them with their PCC and stuff like that. And now I'm the director of sales at Leadstar. Okay, cool. And uh, Shelly Fungus in the chat. By the way, you guys, any questions you have, we will get to the questions here. Shelly Fungus says, wasn't Mike your spotter, Hank, for the mile that is? Yup. Yes. Yes, <laughs> I do a mile. What she's saying, I do a mile day. Uh, every month, and uh, I, I get on the glass to help make sure these folks yeah. that come out and see our mild at Clinton House uh, right. hit the target and get their coin. Yeah. Now remember, out of my group, the group that we were in, I was one of yep. the. I was the first person to actually hit. What was it like on the second or third yep. shot? I think I hit from a mile with a six-five Creedmoor, right? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, because I'm awesome. It had nothing to that's do with the rifle. Yeah, no, this is a couple. Of years ago, and, and, yeah, a couple of years ago. Uh, good, right now at least a couple of years. Uh, it had nothing to do. No, it was all about the gun, the optics, <laughs> the gun being dialed in. Mike, I think, uh, was spotting. So there you go. Uh, no, yeah. you were you were actually behind. You were you were right next to me. I think. Yeah. No, I was spotting. Yeah, you were spotting. spotting. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. Something like that. All right. So Chad, Mike, well, Chad was beside you, helping you with the gun and the dope and that stuff. Oh, okay. 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 So Mike Willis is uh, on, on your team over there at, at um, Leadstar, right? So Mike, what That's do you right. do? Yeah. What do you do at Leadstar, Mike? 
Uh, at Lightstar, I do dealer sales. Um, I've been shooting competitively about 12 years. And I think uh, Sexton and I, we travel now and uh, primarily shoot Ledstar. We shoot long range, three gun, PCC, a little bit of everything. Okay, very cool. Um, is like, it, you know, that's not a picture behind you. Is that your personal, is this your personal uh, workshop behind you here? Because it looks very neat and organized. Me? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Why is it so neat? I mean, what's the, what is the deal here? It looks... Yeah. It's new. I built oh, it not okay. that long ago, so oh, right. now it's still in the everything oh, okay. is clean phase. Yeah, congratulations. I know. You you don't want yeah. to see my workshop at all. <laughs> <laughs> it looks completely the opposite of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I spend a lot of time down here. Right. Okay. Very nice, man. That's a nice setup. Okay, and then let's go to Tony Simon. If you guys don't know Tony Simon, I mean I don't know really what's wrong with you. But uh Tony, you wanna give the the folks out there, a uh, quick rundown of who you are, what you do. Well, the first thing I want to do is move my camera over so you can't see what's behind me because, you know, Willis just made me. Oh, you don't. Know, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I'm Tony Simon. I run a second amendment workshop out of New Jersey, which introduces people of every background, race, religion, uh, sexual orientation to firearms at various ranges in New Jersey and Pennsylvania. Uh, we bring them in. We uh, talk about Second Amendment. <clears throat> we introduce them to two-way advocacy groups. We eat some food. We have some fun. And then we go shoot guns. And mm -hmm. we do it at a very low price point of 20 bucks, and um, spend like three hours together at a range and just break that ice, introduce people, get them to do their bucket list thing if they've never done it or come out to the range for their birthday. What we're really trying to do is just break the ice introduce people to each other and let them see that the media narrative is a lie and that gun people are really nice people and owning one doesn't make you evil and it's a lot of fun and it's also a human right. So that's mm -hmm. what we push. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. That's our thing. Okay. Very cool. And, uh, you know, we're going to get deep into this conversation here, but I should say we've got two. So uh, I don't know. How do, how do I even point over here with this? I don't know. So, <laughs> so Tony Marine, and then Mike Sexton, Marine, right? So there you go. We've got two Marines. That's right, Tony. Yeah, I don't know if we have enough uh, crayons around. I don't know. That's something we don't even know about. That, that's beyond <laughs> that's, that. right. that's some new stuff. Oh, right. Sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so uh, there you go. All right. So listen, let's, let's get into this here. Um, where should we even start? I mean... Um, Obviously, we have the gathering going on. I don't know if folks have questions out there. And, you know, we've got Tony Simon here from New Jersey where it's not easy to, you know, the, the, the fight for 2A rights is not easy as well as, um, you know, we had this, the, uh, you know, these guys here do stuff with Leadstar. I do know one thing, actually, when I think about it that I want to talk about. We've been talking a lot on the show about uh, constitutional carry in Florida. It failed again, by the way. Hmm. So in the Republican led um uh in the Republican led uh state houses here in Florida it failed again constitutional carry failed again uh let me see if I can get my uh yeah here we go why did Florida constitutional carry fail again uh constitutional carry in Florida failed for the third year in a row not because Florida gun owners don't support it but because it seems to have been ignored by the Florida legislature, even after Governor DeSantis made the public announcement 
that he would sign a bill for constitutional carry if it made it to his desk. Um, and Anthony Sabatini uh, presented the bill yet again. The Florida legislature seems to have uh, to to have an issue getting it to the floor for vote. So that that's going on here in Florida. At the same time, I mean, as folks out there know, there's uh, like I think Ohio got constitutional carry, right? Yeah, I found out yesterday that mm -hmm. I was in Alabama for the Georgia SWAT conference, Alabama mm -hmm. Georgia SWAT conference in Columbus yesterday, mm -hmm. and I found out Alabama passed theirs two weeks ago yeah. and was signed yesterday. So it's yeah, uh, it's a go in Alabama now. Yeah, which is awesome. I mean, congratulations to Ohio, Alabama, Florida. You're embarrassing me. Yeah, they behind. Come on, Florida. <laughs> I don't know what's happening here, man. I think you know these guys. We got a lot of rhinos here, so. We really need to get some pressure, and the, and the governor DeSantis, who I think has been a pretty good governor so far, even called for it, and we haven't gotten it. So, here's the funny part: we have uh, in Jersey, we have some stuff going up in front of the Supreme Court now. Mm -hmm. Florida is going to be really embarrassed if New Jersey gets constitutional carry. For Florida. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, listen, it would be it would be awesome. <laughs> I would be happy to see New Jersey get that, but yes, it will be funny. <laughs> oh, dude, that would be the greatest I mean, one getting it anyway. But mm -hmm. dude, beating beating the gunshine state to it. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. We we gotta like hold our head in shame in Florida. Seriously, you know well, it's South Carolina don't have it yet neither. And mm -hmm. you know we did pass the open carry last year, mm -hmm. uh, which changed that, uh, mm -hmm. but. It, you know, we haven't passed the constitutional yet, and I'd like to see that happen here also. Yeah, yeah. It's coming. I think it's working a little bit at a time. It's eating away at it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. People have to stay on top of their representatives, on top of the legislature, your governors, etc. I think it's a breakthrough. I think DeSantis called for it kind of late. I think, you know, maybe in the next session. I don't know. But we have to keep the pressure up. Um, you know, here in Florida, we actually put some gun control in several years ago. And I wish we could undo that, but these guys actually, uh, the Republicans here seem to be pretty proud of that. Uh, I would like to see all that get undone here in Florida. It's ridiculous. You know, you can't, in Florida now, you can't buy a gun until you're 21. So you could be, you could be serving your country, you know, and you can't, well, I don't know. I'm trying to, did they, I don't know if they put in um, something for people who are currently serving or not. I have to, I would have they to check on so. that, but yeah, but it's crazy. You know, it's ridiculous. You'd yeah. have to be gifted it. Yeah. The, the way around it is you'd have to be gifted it. But mm -hmm. I'm like, wait a minute, dude. I could be married my first year in the Corps. I could yeah. be 18, 19 years old, marry my, you know, high school sweetheart, mm -hmm. and then have to leave her to go somewhere. And she's 18. Mm -hmm. She can't have a firearm to protect herself and my new family. Yeah. Because you said so, but I can be somewhere trying to, you know, avoid getting blown up or shot in the mm -hmm. face. Yeah. For the country, but my wife can't take care of herself at home. It's the most yeah. ridiculous thing ever. And I don't even think they should have an exemption for military families. I just think it should be something you should be able to own, mm -hmm. regardless of the age. Mm -hmm. You're an adult. You can do everything else, but you can't own a fire and protect yourself. Mm -hmm. Unless someone gifts it to you. Well, a yeah. lot of the people in the military, I'm mean, excuse me, not a lot, but a significant number of us are there because some of us don't have a family <clears throat> like that. Or, mm -hmm. You know, something like that. And that is your new family. Yeah, a lot of people are on their own at eighteen. On at eighteen, I yeah. was living on my own. Yeah, so I joined yeah, the I seven. Arms. Arms. Or just 
Huh? I went in when I was Is 17, and I, I was I was able to carry one, but I couldn't buy one. You know, yeah. I could deploy yep. with one, but I couldn't buy one. Yeah. So, you know, it's yeah. I agree with you, Tony. Yeah, I think Mike Willis asked if that's just for uh, rifles or hang. No, it's everything. Everything. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's yes. it's some there's some crazy stuff, and like for you guys being competition shooters, there's even more nonsense they put in there. You, they're saying technically you cannot um, uh, change the trigger of a firearm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I guess they were trying to do something about uh, binary triggers or whatever out there, which to me, I don't, there's nothing wrong with them. But yeah, the way that the law reads is that any firearm you have, you cannot um, change that trigger or modify it, adjust it, you know? And they, they they kind of put it in there weird. So even though they told me when I asked them about it, they're like, "Well, no one's gonna no one's gonna do anything about that." But they could just go to a three gun match and just lock everyone up if they want to. It would be everyone. Yeah. 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 <laughs> because so, we all see, change our trick. Right. Exactly. <laughs> they don't do that by mistake. They do that intentionally. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. do it intentionally to stack charges on you if they mm -hmm. catch you with something. Understand, yeah. most firearms owners, legal firearms owners, have nothing to give up. Like, when you catch someone who's a criminal with a firearm, you can play less, make a deal, because I know something mm -hmm. the cops want to know. Mm -hmm. Man, look, all I have is back in 1970-something, my mom took that little mattress tag off. <laughs> That's the only thing I yeah. know of people breaking the law. Yeah. I don't have a bunch of – I can't snitch on people and get away mm -hmm. from stuff. You know? mm -hmm. Yeah. So we're done. We'll get caught because they just did it in Jersey, and that's what they roll with here. We have yeah. the uh, Graves Act, which is four years mandatory if they catch you with a firearm. But um, if they catch you with a 15 round magazine, it's 18 months mm. per mag. Yeah. 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 And you have nothing. And again, mandatory stuff. Yeah. So even if it's explainable, let's say. Do we know of anybody that's ever been caught changing their trigger yeah. or anything? Well, in Florida, they haven't done anything with it because, look, it's up to the DAs and all that, you know, to prosecute, attorney generals to prosecute, right? And and it seems fine, I guess, if those people are all Republicans, but things could easily flip and you have a Democrat in there. Right now, there's a Democrat running the Farm Bureau, so therefore they're in charge of uh, concealed carry permits. A Democrat is in charge of concealed carry permits in Florida. And during COVID, she did everything in her power to slow people down from getting those permits. Yep. And she's running so, for governor. Yeah, and she's running for governor. So if things get crazy and she wins and, and then we get a, a Democrat uh, attorney general or something in here, oh, yeah, they could start showing up at matches <laughs> because hmm. it's the law and these guys don't want to remove it. So, yeah, um, lots of craziness wow. in there. You know, um, yeah, we, you know, we need to get, we need to get all this stuff to get, what does this mean? Tony? Is this, is this a, is this a symbol right here? I see you doing this. No. Is that, oh, okay. I didn't know if this like, you know, if that's no. your symbol for their Nazis or so, I don't know. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's a little Freudian, a Freudian hand <laughs> <Wow>. signal. <laughs> okay. So, um, so let's see here. Night Train says I'm a former New Jersey resident. No way, uh, no way, concealed carry in that godforsaken state. I thought you could, you can. 
Is it just very difficult to get a concealed carry permit in Jersey? There's 1,700 people that have a concealed carry permit. They're not former law enforcement. 1,700. Wow. 1,700. They, they make it extremely difficult. We have over a million gun owners in the state. 1,700 mm-hmm. have uh, permits to carry. I know that some people don't even look at your permit, uh, your paperwork. They won't even look at it. Yeah. Because it's like a not, May not issue. Approved. It's not shall issue, right? It's a yeah. May issue. It will come in. You will pay all your fees. You will send it in. And they will take this thing and chuck it. Mm. Like, okay. you will have to actually sue them. Yeah. And take them to court. And then you have to come up with a reason that the court finds success. Uh, except yeah. for you to yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I was making a joke. But it will take it would take the Supreme Court, and then they'll just mess around and come up with rules and regulations to uh, hinder it. Yeah. By the way, this symbol, this sound right here, means we've got less than a minute before we go to the break. Uh, before we do that, the mics were looking like the mics are like, "What? I can't believe this." And, and people listening to this in in states where you're kind of free, you can have this stuff. It's gonna sound ridiculous to you. <laughs> it's nuts. And being born and raised in Virginia and moving up here. I'm like, how did you people let this get this bad? Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of cases of you don't know, or it doesn't affect me, or you think it doesn't affect you. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this particular one might not, but the next one will, mm-hmm. or the next one. Or the Collectively, next one. they uh, they affect all of us, yeah. They're going to affect you. They'll affect your next generation. You have no idea what your great-granddaughter might need one day. Yeah. Because she has a stalker or just fill in anything you want. Absolutely. We're have- taking a break. We're taking a break. We'll be right back. Walther Arms has been making concealed carry handguns for over 90 years, starting with the PPK. Today, Walther is based in the good old US of A and still builds quality firearms like the PPQ and PDP for personal defense and competition. So when you're in the market, please consider Walther Arms. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Moved My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like Walther their arms all right so we are back here um let me uh let me let me get everyone back up in here okay so here we kind of you know roughly it's for news uh we could talk about whatever kind of news that we want to if the folks out there have stuff they want to talk about shot show happened let star was at shot show okay what's new did let star announce some new stuff we got some new calibers coming out. Uh, we, you know, with everything happened in the last couple of years with the COVID, we kind of slowed down. Mm-hmm. Um, we got some new calibers coming out. We got the six five Creedmoor, uh, the six millimeter arc, uh, the six eight, uh, the six five SPC. Um, so some new calibers coming out in the large and the small frame. Other than that, we're bringing our Warsaw back. Uh, you know, that's our AK forty seven lead star. Uh, we're going to do some, we brought them back already and started doing some stuff, but we're going to do some upgrades to them where it'll be a, like a competition style AK, which everybody expects from lead star. Mm-hmm. So that's, we've currently got those now. We're looking at the pistol later on this year, the AK pistol. Um, other than that, we've got maybe a real pistol in mind. We're looking at maybe something in the 2011 platform. So what? Okay. Yeah, that might be I mean, something coming down the road. We're looking yeah. at it a little bit right now because uh-huh. that's how Lead started is a custom market. I don't know if you guys know exactly how Lead Star. Well, tell came us about. what's yeah. What's the how did you know what's the history? Lead Star came about. It, it was started by a retired uh, Navy senior chief. Uh, 
and he made big wheel motorcycle parts for Victory Motorcycles, the floorboards, the handlebars, all the fancy aftermarket stuff. And then when Victory went out of business, he had all these CNCs laying around and he said, I need to start making something. So let me make some rifles. So if you haven't looked on our website, we started with a competition style high end rifle that skeletonized, very light. Uh, as you guys seen in the uh, in the helium or the lightweight rifle now, um, you know that's how the company started. And then the grunt came along about two years ago, two and a half years ago, and you know the rest is history. But it was formed on, around high end competition rifles. The PCC come about if you look at our PCCs, which are very popular in both the Steel Challenge and in USPSA. We have a ramp in there to feed hollow point bullets, um, you know, some different things in there and our guns that make it a little different. And it's probably our top seller right now. Um, the PCC market for us is very good. The gun runs, no flaws. I got one that's got, I don't know, I, I'd hate to estimate how many rounds. It's what are we talking about? The grunt? Are we? Uh... I'm talking about the uh, PCC, the helium oh. PCC or oh, the helium. prime okay. PCC. Okay, yeah. Prime. Okay, let's let me take a look at that. Yeah, I'm, you can I'm look pulling, at the Prime. That's yeah, the I'm pulling up that, the website. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I see. That's yep. That's the Prime PCC. Uh, variation of colors. Um, you know, very reliable. It comes with a Blitz Creek buffer. All of our guns yeah, come way. with hyperfire triggers in them. Oh, okay. So you, they come with a very good trigger in them to start with. Uh, we have a ramp inside the gun that will feed bullets into the barrel where you don't have a lot of problems with feeding issues with it. Um, anyway, it's a very good gun for is a uh, steel challenge. Now, our lightweight rifle, the difference in the prime and the lightweight, the helium, is it's all carbon fiber and titanium. It weighs 4.2 pounds is, okay. our, is that helium. Okay, so that would be where's where would I find the helium? It's there? like LWR. We have, we're having oh, to change okay. the name to LWR down there. That's the uh, okay. and it comes in both the AR and the PCC. Okay, um, you can see there, and that's the PCC is 4.2 pounds because it has a steel bolt in it, right? Uh, okay. The AR is three and a half pounds because it has an aluminum DCG in it, but it's all carbon fiber, aluminum, or titanium hardware. Okay, so. Yeah, there's the PCC. A lot of a lot of ladies or juniors will shoot that gun there just mm -hmm. because it's light. They can hold it, uh, mm -hmm. you know. So we get a lot of juniors with that gun. We sponsor some juniors out there shooting. Okay. Uh, so a lot of that gun there you're showing there, it's mm -hmm. very popular in the tactical game series. Mike shoots one in tactical games and running guns uh, because okay. it's three and a half pounds. You can throw it on your back and run with it. So okay. Mike wow. can kind of get up on that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go ahead, Mike. The, the, the helium nine millimeter and falling steel and a lot of those matches. It's really good just because it is so light and quick. Mm -hmm. And uh, the helium uh, or the LWR two twenty three, like you said, it's it's four pounds um, for anything to where we're doing running or a lot of movement or close close bay matches. Um, mm -hmm. It does really really good for that. Okay, so I see Lola put a question here in the chat. She says. Uh, where does lead star fit into the psa line of products um what, how would you That's guys answer question. that yeah that, is I it like the high-end lightweight yeah go ahead we are a sister company to palmetto state we do not really fall under their line we mm -hmm. have our own machines that machine our own 
parts. It's a lead star rifle. Okay. It's a lead star PCC. It's its own. Um, so we really don't fall within that line. Uh, we're a sister company to them and we're kind of the high end, you know, they own DPMS, they own Palmetto state, they own Palmetto state custom series. We fall with our PCC kind of on the high end. Even the C CEO shoots a uh, lead star PCC. Okay. All right. Does that kind of answer a question there? Um, I think I, I think so. I don't know if Tony has any questions about uh, anything from Leadstar here. Um, no, I'm going to look forward to uh, the 2011 when they put that out. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Well, funny we do a lot of law enforcement too. So, you know, our grunt series we offer law enforcement discounts, uh, active duty and retired law enforcement or military. Uh, so, and that's where I was at this weekend at the Georgia SWAT conference. We have probably over 300 guns in law enforcement now, mm -hmm. uh, both in SWAT team and patrol right now. So, um, we do do full auto. We do SBRs for law enforcement. So if you got any listeners out there that are our law enforcement, if they're interested in looking at our grunt series, they can very well email me at Mike at leadstorms.com mm -hmm. or give me a call and I'll be glad to talk to them and get them into a rifle. Cause some departments uh, let their officers buy their rifles and then take a class and train with them. And then they can use them on duty. So that's mm -hmm. the reason we offer individual officer sales. Kind of yeah. like the Glock program, if you want to say. Okay. How many, so how many uh, police departments are doing full auto? Very few anymore. I mean, we're mm -hmm. fixing to supply five to a department up in North Carolina mm -hmm. for their SWAT team, mm -hmm. but most of the guys are doing semi-auto now, and mm -hmm. most of them are still around the 12 and a half inch SBR. Um, I've got a couple of departments that bought pistols, so they didn't want to have to deal with the paperwork. So they actually oh. bought, uh, you know, <laughs> no kidding. Pistols. You mean like the yeah. rest of us? <laughs> yeah, they bought. Yeah, I mean, so they didn't want to have to deal with all that. And I've got a couple of departments that are saying, "Well, I don't want to do the pistol uh -huh. because I don't know what's going to happen to the to the brace down the road." Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Out. What happens when the ATF messes that up? Are they going to go lock those well, uh, guys up? Well, they'll. They'll yeah, just okay. have to secure those guns somewhere, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, and then resubmit for new guns. But, uh, mm -hmm. so I mean, two departments, one in Vermont, and one in Utah, is running pistols, one of our pistols. Mm -hmm. So, you know, okay. we do, like I say, uh, the 16 inch uh, gun, our, our, our Grunt Series 16 inch is probably the top law enforcement gun that we send out there for patrol. So, okay, and we just, uh, we just want to. A DOD contract last week. We got a hundred ready to go somewhere. I don't know if I can really say, oh, but we got okay. some ready to head okay. somewhere, you know. So, yeah. so we're supplying them all around. If now. I see some flashy, you know, if I see some of these flashy guns, I'm gonna know that it's Lead Star when I see it in Ukraine. Ukraine, <laughs> and it's got That's like a, a and it's got like a red stock <laughs> on it, you know, skeletonized grip. I'm like, damn. <laughs> Yeah. Something about the teacher's going to be trolling with. Yeah. I'm like, I know exactly it, it what that is. Grunt. It won't have grunt written on the side oh, of it. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, it's uh, funny. Anastasia, my, Anastasia huh? will have one of those in the Ukraine. Yeah. With a Hello Kitty sticker on it. Oh, my Lord. That's <laughs> it. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, you know what's funny? And I don't know if this is true or not. This is a total rumor. So... And I and I know obviously the ATF is looking at all these things. I heard that it, when the ATF comes in with their ruling, 
that you're going to have a certain time that you need to register all these pistols as SBRs, but that they're going to waive the fee. I don't that's, know if anyone else has heard that. Yes. Yep. Yes, yeah. I've heard that. Yeah. Well, but then every man, single gun I own is going to have a pistol <laughs> brace on it. I'm SBRing everything. <laughs> yeah. My Mosin yeah. McGon's yeah. going to have one. I'm putting in 100 SBRs at that time. <laughs> exactly. That, we all said that. We're all going to take all of our guns and make them yes. SBRs. You know? Yeah. But so that's what I heard. But that's been about a year since I've heard that now. So that's kind of, you know, the yeah. SIG thing, the, we call it the SIG brace or the SBR mm-hmm. brace. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it goes in and out. We hear the rumors, it goes away. We hear the rumors, it mm-hmm. goes away. Do we really know what they're going to do? I don't. I don't know if we know what they're going to do. You know, it, hopefully no. we'll win the House and the Senate back this year, and we'll mm-hmm. get the prices, gas prices, back down so we can afford to go buy one at the store. You know, so mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, um, yeah, we don't know. Except you know, when a lot of stuff like this is going on, and administration is having a tough time like this. You know, it seems kind of easy for them to push the ATF to do stupidness. Yeah. And but we just have to deal with it. Yeah. Right now, we got a lot more going on in our country than if somebody sit around and worry about how I shoulder my gun. I know. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. We got those ones up there that like to set aside, and that's all they got to do. Mm -hmm. They got nothing else to do. Yeah. Okay. So let's see. I don't know if there's any uh, questions coming in here for the uh, for the Lead Star guys. I have one. When are you guys doing a bullpup? Probably not. Come on. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I don't see that happening. Uh, that would take a whole new development type deal. And you know, I, our next rifle. I can tell you, our next rifle mm-hmm. that we were produced beside. Uh, we'll call them exotic calibers. Mm-hmm. Will be a bolt gun. We're looking bolt, at an entry level uh, gun and a high end bolt gun. Ooh. We're already working on some stuff. It kind of put us aside last year with COVID mm-hmm. that we really wanted to do that. I'm a okay. long range precision shooter. Mm-hmm. We're looking at a bolt gun down the road. You know, okay. so possible. Let me when ask the 2011 you. also for you, Tony. Okay, there you go. So why do you guys hate bolt pups then? Why do you hate bolt pups so much? Yeah, I don't, it ain't that I hate them. Uh huh. It just, it just. I already got something that works. Why change it? Because it's awesome. Have you ever tried to run a competition with any bullpups? Seriously, have you ever? You know, there's some dudes competing. You're talking about Caltech. So you live in Florida, and that's where Caltech's <laughs> from. They got bullpups. See, it's not the only place. So, so listen, yeah. IWI is coming to the gathering, right? They've got bullpups. Yeah, Jeremy's coming. Jeremy yeah, Jeremy. Be there. Oh, okay, Jeremy. Okay, cool. Yeah, I've known Jeremy for a long time. Um, you know, I think I've known Jeremy back when he worked with Armalite. Yes. That's how long I've known him. And he is a Florida boy. Yeah, me too. So we've known him about the same amount of time. Yeah, exactly. Um, so he, I think he went to FSU just like my older son is going to right now. So if I'm not mistaken, uh, you know, which, uh, that's not a good sign for either one of them, to be honest with you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we could send you a tiger ball if you really needed a tiger. <laughs> yeah, because we're um, Clemson guys. Both Mike right, no. Clemson. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I believe that. I believe it. I believe it. But listen, trust me. I don't even know a lot about sports. I'll tell you guys that right now. Because we had the guy, um, you know, the guy from Right to Bear. Which yes. Is, that's they're also going to be at um at at the gathering, yeah. but they're also under the PSA umbrella. And this is like where you know insurance uh, that you can get in case you get into a shooting, etc. Um, so, the, so what's the what's the name of the uh, who is it from Right to Bear? Is it Josh? I want 
No, it's not Josh. I can't think of his name, but he was a quarterback for uh, Carolina Gamecocks. Oh, okay, yeah. The guy there. Okay, okay. He was a starting quarterback for Carolina. Oh, okay. Is he a big dude? I haven't met him in person. No, he's not. Oh, okay. All right, okay. He's probably listening and going, hey, what is he saying, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll see him at we'll uh, see him at this thing. But come on, man, do some bullpups. Come on. No. Well, I mean, I don't see it in our future right now. Uh-huh. I mean, okay, I we got a lot pitch. going on. And again, yeah. you know, I mean, I know you've seen him in the Marine Corps, Tony. You saw him when you was overseas. And guys, you know, different countries running bullpups and stuff, you know. And I know I've seen him. And some, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. I just... I think I can make a faster mag change on a regular AR than I can on a bullpup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I was. I, I think it's training. I think it's training. <clears throat> yeah, it probably is. Yeah, it's training, but still, I mean, if you think about just basic Marine Corps uh, boot camp and the number of hours that we manipulate that rifle, it's second nature mm-hmm. to us. So then mm-hmm. to have me try to relearn. Oh, using a bullpup? Oh, you'll be fine. It will take... It will, no, yeah. I mean, I have one right here. Uh-huh. Um, and it's like, it's still nowhere near. You can as, do it fast. The IWI, got, the first time I did a, a bullpup video, I think it was the Tavor, the IWI Tavor. Mm-hmm. And then I went to SHOT Show, and those IDF guys were waiting for me at SHOT Show. You know, like, look, come over here, let me show you something. And then they would show me, okay, you got to hold it like this. And this is, and they could do it pretty fast. So I think it's just training, you know. Well, but so it's I hard to teach an old dog new tricks. I've been running ARs. I went in the Marine Corps in the early set, way early seventies. Okay, okay. And I shot, hey, Tony, I, I shot the M14 when I went in. So does that tell you anything? Okay, so I've been running ARs for forty-eight years. Oh, I you thought know? they had like black powder back then. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Everybody <laughs> says that about me. You know, that's how I broke the older my you get the heart. The older you get, the harder the, it's. You find less and less dudes that were in before you. So thank goodness I found Right. So oh my much. gosh. Yeah. I mean, I shot 1911s that rattle out of your hand when you pulled the trigger. <laughs> yeah. yeah I uh, but too. I was also yeah. in when we got the M9. So. Yeah. Well, but, and yeah, even what you're um, saying about a mag change, I've seen guys run 1911s so fast. You know, like, so younger guys in the gun thing, they're like, ah, oh, 1911. What is that? Is, it, is a 1911 even eight rounds? What, you, you what, get a, most of the guys running in, in, in IDPA and that stuff are running 10 rounds, I think, now. Okay. The ESP. Yeah. Uh, they're running 10-round 9-millimeter, or they, you, I think you have to run eight rounds in the 45 CDP class, I think, is what yeah. it is now. So, like, they, so, yeah, they guys are light and fast. These young kids yeah. are good nowadays. Yeah. Well, so that's what I'm saying. Like, if you look at the, the a lot of the race guns are, what, like 16 rounds? 29. 29? 2011s? Yeah, wait, we're up to 29 rounds? Since when? 2011, race guns got 29. I get 30 in mine. Holy. What? Yeah. Okay. Got to run ground springs and collars. Yeah. 170 millimeter mag, yeah. Oh, okay. Mike and I both run Infinities in uh, pistols, and they run in the the race gun. They run uh, 29 to 30 rounds. Okay. That's real money right there, baby. That's yeah. real money right there. <laughs> yeah, I don't hey, even know. I don't know. Game. I gotta look up Infinities. Who's made, what is the? Inf- I never even heard of this. Y- you'll SBI. look it up. You'll know what I'm talking about. Oh, it's yeah. SDI. No, it's, it's almost uh, a five. If it, it's SBI real close SBI. to being a five-digit number. Yeah. Oh, who made? It, who it's is not it? SDI. 
No, it's just mm-hmm. Infinity. That's the name of it. Or yeah. SVI. Uh, oh, SVI. SVI. Okay. I gotta look this yeah. up. So when are you guys gonna make like the uh, the Lead Star version of the dagger? I know someone's. I'm surprised no one asked this yet in the chat. Lead Star version of dagger. When's it coming? Can, I think I can say this. I'm gonna raise my hand. Mike's already grinning. <laughs> Actually, the dagger came from a Lead Star dagger it wasn't called a dagger it was called a lead star pistol i have it down in my safe they were two made prototypes mm-hmm. and i got serial number one lead star oh, down really? there okay. yeah in my safe and then the dagger came about so okay. yeah that's what we run right there holy what the, that's yeah. like a space yeah. gun yep but it's fun okay all right yeah you guys are way 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 out there yeah that's yeah. crazy okay yeah so let's when I so went- Go ahead. Go ahead, Tony. No, when I went through my uh, uh, instructor certification for handgun, one of the guys had one built. And I'm like, hey, what's the difference between a, you know, a nice 1911 and your race gun? After I shot his gun, I turned around and cursed him out. I was like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> because all of a sudden, you raised my awareness level up here. <laughs> I'm like, I, I really didn't need to know this. Mm-hmm. I, I really didn't need to know this existed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's a true story. When you get one of those, it's buy once, cry once. Because you mm-hmm. cry yeah. when you buy it. Mm-hmm. But it's the cat's meow. Yeah. What are you going to yeah. say, Willis? Yeah, we both, uh, Michael will run one also, a uh, 38 Super Comp. So we'll even run different rounds so that you'll get a little more gas and it's got holes in the top of the barrel and the comp. Mm-hmm. So you can get a little, uh, it just shoots a little bit flatter. Okay, awesome. Awesome, there you go. Someone in the chat, okay. let me see who said this. 42 Chill said, M14, this is my rifle. <laughs> yeah, so there's M14 dudes out there apparently. <laughs> Hey, yeah. that's, that, I'm going to tell you, you, I mean, that lights out. You know, people right now go out to the range, they carry scopes to shoot 500 yards. We didn't have scopes. We had iron sights on those m We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Move My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like High Point Firearms and Full Forge Gear, bags and gear for everyday life. Did you know High Point is an American family-owned and operated company located in Ohio with over 30 years of manufacturing experience? High Point is proud to be the home of the working man's gun and your source for affordable handguns and carbines with a lifetime warranty. So when you're in the market, please consider High Point. All right. So sorry about that. You got cut off there. I was not I was not paying attention to the uh, Me neither. Yeah. <laughs> to the timing down there. We are in the Gorn section. We'll get to some Gorn. What were you saying, Mike, before you got cut off there? I was just saying, you know, we went to the range with iron sights and shoot 500 yards back in the day. Now everybody goes to the range to shoot 500 yards. They got to have a scope because they don't think they can shoot it, you know. So mm-hmm. the M14 would do its business back in the day. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's all I can say. That's a good 308. You know, 308's been around for so long and it's a great cartridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, now everyone has to have red dots. I haven't fully gone over to the red dots on the handguns and all that, but it's a thing now, though. We're here. We're set. Well, that. what are you going to do? If, what are you going to do if the battery goes dead when you need really need it out in town? Yeah, you better have some good iron sights. Iron sights. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with you. You know. Yeah. Um. So okay. So who's got going? Who wants to show off some guns here? 
Who wants to show off some guys? Oh. Tony, Tony's okay. Tony's bringing out a bullpup. Boom! Let's start with the bullpup, so that you know, because <laughs> these guys, these guys from Ledstar don't know what a bullpup looks like. We got to show them. Well, this is yeah. a funny thing. This is obviously I just heard your high point commercial. Uh huh. So this is this is a high point and a high tower armory bullpup chassis. Yeah. So uh, we've taken this out and we've introduced new shooters to firearms with this. Because it's shorter, if you've shot the high point carbine before, it's a little front end heavy. Mm-hmm. So when we put this together, and I'm talking about small statured people, they feel the weight towards the back. Mm-hmm. And uh, they really enjoy shooting this. And then when I give them the price of it, it blows their mind. What caliber is, is that? Nine millimeter. Oh, 9 millimeter. Nine millimeter. Okay. Nine millimeter with Hollison, Hollison red dot, uh, mm-hmm. Streamlight, Streamlight flashlight on a Vickers mount, and mm-hmm. uh, we just picked up this, and I'm testing this out, uh, so we can do an interview later. It's a sling uh, mm-hmm. from one of the companies, but uh, yeah, we really introduce people to different firearms because you never know. New shooters, they they might be uh, people have either a, a really inflated idea how much a firearms cost or really new mm-hmm. <laughs> idea how much a firearm is so mm-hmm. when you tell someone you know you can get a high point carbine for like 300 bucks they're like oh okay but then you see some people and they're willing to spend a lot more money and i didn't even know that existed when i mm-hmm. first started because i mean i started out you know my first gun was a Mosin again when i got out of core only because i like the history behind guns i mm-hmm. like surplus guns with the story Mm-hmm. But um, I've had people have not even blink an eye at a $3,000 purchase for their first firearm. Um, mm-hmm. I just had somebody else. Uh, they were like, Tony, I want something. And we figured out he wanted something that he can pass on, something that's a heritage piece. And um, he's going to buy a Korth from Nighthawk Custom mm. because he, he wants to spend the money, but he wants to get something that he can pass on to his grandkids. eventually. And this guy's mm-hmm. in his 20s. But he yeah. wants to make that purchase while he's single. And something that he can have his whole life. And mm-hmm. I was like, all right, there you go. I mean, high-end gun. And it's been around a while. So, anyway, that was my yeah. little born. No, that's cool. And there's nothing wrong. If you're getting into guns, you can, you know, buy what you can afford. And if you've got money, I mean, people are going to be a little jealous or hate on you a little bit. But, hey, get whatever you Let want. Them hate, baby. <laughs> yeah. Let <no>. them hate. <laughs> get whatever you want. Well, it's so much cheaper. 100% of the time, it don't matter. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Okay. So what do let's see. Uh okay, here we go. So Sexton's got something here. Wow, that is very nice. This is actually my three gun rifle. This is mm-hmm. a lead star skeletonized. People will wonder what skeletonized. Mm-hmm. I shoot open division, so I'm allowed to have an offset sight on it here. So mm-hmm. I run a forty five degree sight on it and I run a Collis one by six. 3GR reticle scope. This is happens to be a 16-inch lead star. Uh, I'm just gonna try to think of a way I can let you look at it. So uh, you know, people can people can buy this a lead star like this. You know, yes, obviously not with the optic, but you can get it just like the same handguard, everything. Yes. Okay. This is a prime. I just run a fixed butt stock on the back. Oh, okay. You can see it here. But uh, I can put that on it, or you can. It comes uh, with a, a different polymer type but mm-hmm. this is the lead star type chassis that we have here with the skeleton eyes that lightens the rifle up a little bit and of course it all runs hyperfire trigger mm-hmm. uh, i run a 60 degree safety in the gun uh, you know i like an extended mag release button just for speed and and different types of things like that 
What's the so, poundage on that trigger? Uh, two and a half. Okay. All right. You can change these to this is the Eclipse Hyperfire. Mm -hmm. You can change the springs from three and a half to two and a half pounds in it. So, okay. Can I see that? Can I? Okay. Uh, can I see that? Um, that pistol grip. What is that pistol grip you have on there? Where? Yeah, just go up a little bit. Yeah, your pistol oh. grip. Yeah. Oh. What is that? Uh, yes. Yeah. Did you stipple that yourself or something? Or uh, no, actually, okay. a friend of mine uh, and Mike's uh, mm -hmm. from uh, Rock Hill over here does those for us. That's actually a Larue A grip, Apex grip. Mm -hmm. I just like the way the palm swells are on it here. Right. Mm -hmm. And then he does the. I like my hand to bleed. You know, okay. if I'm holding on with a gun, I don't like it to slip out of my hand. And he right. stipples it very heavy for us. Yeah. Yeah, that's some serious stippling on there. And then what's the color of that lower? It looks good. It this is a kind of a gunmetal, but this actually one was the the our anodizer made a little bit of a mistake with it and actually put some blue in there, so I call mm -hmm. it the blue tuna. Mm -hmm. It's a it's it's kind of a one-off gun, but this kind of a a, a gunmetal type gun. We yeah, do it looks have good. gun metal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, with black accents, you can get them with red accents or blue accents. Mhm. Mm so that's kind of what the Hyperfire and, and I mean the uh, Lead Star uh, upper series looks like instead of a grunt. And I'll show you a grunt too. Uh, okay. Me, I got one right here. Let me grab a grunt since we're on it. Mm -hmm. I've got a grunt right here. You showed one at the start of the show. Right. This is actually a, uh, this one is I take out and let people shoot. Uh, mm -hmm. It's a the standard grunt, you know, comes also with our Ravage muzzle brake, the same one mm -hmm. that you saw on. Um, my gun that I run, it also comes with the extended charging handle you can see here. Mm -hmm. and, you know, it comes with a floating handguard. It also comes, everything is nitrated, so for easy cleanability. And it also comes with a Hyperfire, they call it the Hyperfire RTB, which is their OEM trigger. So all mm -hmm. of our guns uh, have Hyperfire triggers in it. If law enforcement buys them, I put the Hyperfire heavy gunner in it mm -hmm. for reliability. Okay, so what's the what's the poundage of the heavy gunner? Sorry, the the heavy gunner trigger. What's the poundage on that one? If you can get the comes with two sets of springs, it's four and a half and five and a half. The green oh, okay. springs are four and a half. The red springs are five and a half. Okay, very cool. Yeah, I like that color. Yeah. That looks good. That's the coyote. Okay. You know, yeah. I like the coyote too. I like it better than the FDE. Mm hmm. So. Yeah, it almost looks like a. It's got like a tank kind of color uh, going on with it. So yeah, very nice. Yeah. We have we have titanium now, sniper green, concrete gray is probably our top seller. Mm -hmm. uh, I call it battleship gray, but it's mm -hmm. actually concrete gray is our mm -hmm. top seller. So um, you know, I think people are kind of tired of black rifles, even though they still buy them. But mm -hmm. I think everybody kind of likes the colors now. The grays, yeah. the greens, the coyote sells real well too. Yeah, I mean, I think we've got like so many. When you have so many ARs in your collection, you yeah, know, the average gun guy out there has got several. When I started doing this, like a gun guy would have one AR, man, one. One uh, AR. Yeah, almost un-American. Uh, so. <laughs> believe it or not, man. You know, if you think yeah, back, like we didn't have that many. Let me see. This is the three hundred eight. Okay, let's see. This is the three hundred eight, the same color. Uh, our 308s come with adjustable gas. So you can tune it for uh, suppressed or non-suppressed. And again, it comes with the heavy gunner stock in it. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it's identical to the other, so if it's a large frame, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, this happens to be in the same color. I just kind of like this coyote. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, but I've got a couple of reports uh, the last couple of weeks, uh, some guys that have been shooting them, and uh, they've been getting MOA to MOA and a quarter out of our gun with just basic ammo without even doing anything to the gun. So, you know, really, you know, most AR platform styles, whether it's a 10 or 15, are usually a two MOA, give or take a little bit with a mm-hmm. basic gun. Mm-hmm. We don't buy a high-end gun. They've been getting, like I say, MOA, MOA, and a quarter out of the guns. So it's pretty accurate, and they're pretty happy with it. But that's our 308 version. Okay. Our 6.5 Creedmoor will be in the same platform. Okay, so the 6.5 is not out yet? It's coming. I've got, I'm waiting on the barrels. As soon as the barrels get here, I've got everything else to make it happen. Okay. So, and what was like? I was going to ask you about the three, about the three, um, the three oh eight. So actually, you know, the lead stars in general. How's your? What's your barrel setup on these? Is it? It's probably varying, but like, what kind of barrels do you guys put in the guns? Um, DC machine uh, barrels, and mm-hmm. some of our most uh, we use two barrel manufacturers. We use DC machine, which is a sister company to us, mm-hmm. and we also use Kinetic Tactical out of Tennessee. Okay. So because we, we offered in a twenty inch gun and the eighteen inch or yeah, eighteen inch gun. Okay. DC machine is not the offshoot that's in Florida, right? I think that's a different No. Uh, okay. No. That's a different no. thing. They're, they're they're out of Somerville, South Carolina. Oh, okay. All right, yeah. cool. What's up? What's the gas what's the gasoline system on the the twenty and eighteen rifle? Say that again or mid. Gasoline system is it rifle? I mean, is it rifle length or mid? We do have gas. We do have rifle and we have mid. Mm. So we okay. have rifle in the eighteen and twenty, and we have mid in the eighteen, not in the twenty. All the twenties okay. are rifle. Because I'm a big fan right. of rifle. Yeah. Okay. You know? Me too. Why? Why is that? Me too. Get burn more shoot, powder. Shoot. I mean, you're burning. You're getting more pressure. You're getting. Uh, you know, you're getting a flutter projectile. Uh, so in my, I run. Intermediate, even in my 16-inch gun that you saw a while ago, I run intermediate gas on my on my gun. On okay. My All right. Cool. So, so does Willis have? Some, over there? Yeah, he's me- yeah. Tony's messing around with this wheel gun. What is that, Tony? What you got? Smith and Wesson 686. Mm-hmm. Uh, had my man uh, do it. He shined it up really, really well. Uh, okay. This is Patriot gun polish. He also mm-hmm. did the uh, gold trigger, gold hammer. Ah. And uh, we actually introduced people to firearms with this loaded with 38s, and it has a trigger that had to be believed. I've actually shot a hostage target at 100 yards with this. Okay, very nice, very yeah. nice. Yeah, I like my revolver too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got another one here. I'll show you right quick if we got okay. time. Yeah, we got yeah let's go. Minutes. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, AK. Nice. Let's start AK. Okay, this happens to be my personal one here. Okay, and you can see it comes also. Hot Fire's coming out with a AK trigger. It should be out within the next thirty days. Uh, this is a prototype. And works very well in it. Um, you know, this is this is what a Hyper Fire <coughs> and a Lead Star gun will look like. Uh, I've got an SJC comp on the end of it. I can get it up in the picture. There it is. Mm-hmm. SJC comp on the end oh, of it. Oh, jeez, man, that's that that comp is ridiculous. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I, I had. I, I, like me and Tony said a while ago, we've been shooting the AR a long time, so I converted mine and put a left side charging handle so I can operate it just like the AR. And that's okay. something that we have bringing out in the Lead Star AKs mm-hmm. is left side charging handle. Ah, okay. interesting. Nice. Interesting. That buzzer break got Helen Keller writing you hate mail. 
Yeah, I'm telling you, like, what is the deal with that thing? That looks like it should be on a tank. Yeah. Now, this is, I, got, I got a lot of little extras on it, like the safety on this gun. This at an arm does some work to it, like the safety. I don't know if you can see it there. Yeah. Uh, when you stick your hand in and your finger goes in the trigger, it automatically pops the safety off. You can't. Oh. Yeah, hold that so up a little bit higher. So we can, Yeah, hold that up a little bit higher so you can see that. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. And you see so it you, now. See it there. Yeah. And when your hand goes in here, yeah, you, your hand goes in. You reach for the trigger. It makes your muscle move, mm -hmm. and it pops the safety off. Oh. So you don't have to reach up with your thumb and do the typical AK thing. So, oh, interesting. Yeah, okay. Okay. That's that's made by Dissident Arms out of Texas. Okay. So. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Um. So I uh, I don't know if Willis is showing us any guns. Well, the one he didn't show you was the okay. helium. I'm Here sorry, the LWR. Yeah. So the thing with this one is this has a titanium gas block on it. It's got a much smaller barrel. A that little looks bit light in your pop. hands, man. That I, I can tell just from how you're handling that, that's light. Yeah, that. it's wow. incredibly light. Wow. Uh, you have aluminum bolt carrier group. Of course, it's not aluminum bolt. Mm -hmm. but uh and it comes with a hyperfire trigger and this one does have a 60 degree on it but the other thing is we talked about earlier was we also did the helium pcc mm -hmm. oh there uh, you go is, you see the what, so now. what is the weight on this particular uh pcc i think it's four pounds is that right mike four and a half four, four point two pounds four point oh. two wow but then the uh ar is quite a bit lighter Okay, what is that? Three and, and a half a pounds. Little, uh, I think we've got marked at four. It's just a little under four. Okay. Three, three and a half pounds. Three and a half? Yeah, okay. Half. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Just wow. Yeah. Th those, those are crazy. They look great. Yeah. Um, so I see here, let me get this comment in. Who is it? This uh, Cruise Man says they have some good camo colors too. Um and Shelly Fungus says blue. Cruise Man says there is a blue one with some flowers too. I don't know if you guys know what they're talking about. Yes, I do. Okay. On our website, under mm -hmm. custom firearms, we have Cerakoted guns and they mm -hmm. all different types. Uh, we got a guy. He has an amazing mind to go different places, mm -hmm. and he paints them. And he just whatever comes to his mind, he paints them. Mm -hmm. And if you look at, if anybody's interested, they want to look online there, they can see our custom guns. Yeah, it's under custom colors? The, yep. Custom yep. colors, yes. Okay. Yep. Let's see if we can get that loaded up here while we're talking. Yeah. Oh, okay. You see yeah. the red star? That, 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 yeah, these are one-offs too, guys. Oh, these yeah, won't be, they will not be two of these produced, so Ooh. they're one-offs. Yeah, and so that was a, the the that gun customized and everything is two grand. Well, in for that, that particular gun, because it's got it's at that's actually got everything in it. That's got the high yeah. end hyperfire. If you look at the other ones, they're around. No, that's yeah. I don't think that's yeah. I don't think that's super expensive to be honest. I mean, I know it's like you know you can get an AR for five hundred bucks or whatever, four or five hundred right. bucks. But I know that when you do all the customizations and everything that go into these, it, it really gets crazy. So that's not yeah, a that's bad Yeah, that's got a BSF carbon fiber barrel in it. That barrel alone, dealer on that barrel is almost $500. Yeah, that looks good. That's a blue carbon fiber barrel. Wow. So if you look at it, one of the other ones, there's a red star one there. Oh, and like I said, yeah. all the guns are one off. Uh, when you buy yeah. it, there won't be another one produced like it. 
Wow. Okay. Yeah, the right to the right there and the top this right. One? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's kind of stuff. That's a barrage. Oh. That one's 15, but that's a barrage. Well, that's mm. actually a prime that's been painted. So, okay. You know. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. Let me see. And so the blue one, I think, I just, I think I just saw the blue one. Is this the blue one? Yeah. Right that these guys are talking about yeah. right here. Blue camo. And yeah, that was nine ninety nine. Yeah. For for a gun that's uh, customized like that, that's not really bad. No. Wow. No. And they're one off. So when you show your friend, he can't get one like it. Wow. So this is so whoever's doing this is uh how is it one off? Explain that to me. It's just like because it's each he one is painted differently. It, okay. He paints what comes to his mind. Okay. Okay. Uh, we call him String Bean. He's actually that's his name actually, okay. and it, he paints what comes to his mind, <laughs> and that's the reason there's uh, not two yet alike. You know, okay. I mean, if he if, when he thinks of it, he paints it. Now we also do. We had a guy that his father was a Marine, and he painted mm. one up. Look, the the, the charging or the. Handguard looked like a pair of dress blue trowel with a red stripe down it, and it had mm. its gunny symbol on inside. Mm. You know, we do stuff like that for people too, special. Oh, wow. So, okay. Yes. Yeah. So, no, that's very he, nice. He's a real good airbrusher. He's really sharp with that stuff. So, so how does that work? You he he paints it, and then it's there on the website, and you buy it, or when you buy yep. it, he paints whatever he likes. How does that work? Well, if somebody's got something they wanted painted. They can mm -hmm. contact me, and I'll be glad to see what we can do for him. But we have mm -hmm. some. He's painting them. He paints two or three a day, and they're mm -hmm. on our website. Those are mm -hmm. ones that he's already thought about painted, and they're selling pretty good. I think I sold 10 mm -hmm. last week. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Cruiseman yeah. says, I thought those prices were good. I don't think they're – I think they're good prices considering the guns themselves and the components that you're getting, and then you're getting it customized in that color. I mean – yeah. yeah, I mean you've got to grunt yourself. You know what the grunt is, and for oh, nine yeah. ninety nine, nice the grunt yeah. painted on there nine ninety nine. People always trying to people always trying to uh, buy my guy. I'm not selling. I'm not selling it. So <laughs> you know, I like it, man. It's a th there's a whole bunch of stuff about it that I like. Like I I always tell people if you're looking for guns like these, you can basically pick them up and feel just feel it, you know, and feel the components. And there's people who make guns and just put like a two thousand dollar price on it. And but they're, they're like putting all the basic stuff in there and somehow trust me, I've seen that happen. So, no, I could tell just from handling it that this is, uh, you know, so a little We're bit running more out of time. a little bit more up. with arms list. You can shop the extensive list of local and nationwide firearms classified now with more confidence because of their built in firewall for only six ninety nine a month for personal use or thirty dollars a month for business vendors so when you're in the market please consider arms list we wouldn't be able to keep the who move my freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like arms list see where we should be back here all right and uh um so someone here is commenting on the ak uh, who is it night train says the ak is pretty dope so yeah what happened with the AKs? You guys were selling the AKs? You stopped selling the AKs? What was the deal there? Yeah, we were selling AKs, and then um, we stopped selling them for about two years, mm -hmm. and we decided to bring them back, 
and we brought them back and we, the ones we got now are called the Warsaw. Mm -hmm. Um, we only making it in the 16 inch gun right now. We don't have it okay. in the pistol. We're we're going to be doing a pistol. Uh, we had a sit down meeting this week because you know what, what can okay. we make different on the AK to make it relate to Lead Star custom rifles. Lead mm -hmm. custom. So what mm -hmm. can we do? We're going to start. We're going to change it around a little bit coming up the next month or so and put an aluminum uh, hood on it back there. We're going to extend the handguard all the way to mm -hmm. uh, the front sight. And a cut, we're going to put hyper fire triggers in them. So um, we're actually look, got a company that's uh, got a, a model. That we're thinking about a carbon fiber handguard that's a full length handguard on it. We're actually for an AK. A for oh. an AK, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I hope you're going to be selling these handguards separately so people can buy or no, right? Well, so does the Lead Star stuff sell separately like that? I know the PSA stuff does. I don't know. No, um, we only okay. sell our AK stuff uh, as a unit. Okay. Our AR stuff sells separately. Our parts mm -hmm. and stuff for the ARs. A lot of people buy receiver sets and build their own guns. Mm -hmm. uh, so we do quite well in the build kits and receiver sets. So, mm -hmm. okay. Basically in the PCC world, everybody wants to do their thing in the PCC and the 9mm world. Put their type of buffer, short stroke it, put the little 7-inch barrel with the shroud on it. Mm -hmm. So we sell a lot of uh, PCC receiver sets where people build them in their own set. Okay, cool. And Cruiseman says, I've never bought an off-the-rack rifle, but I might be interested in Leadstar. Um, does Leadstar have sales going on like the rest of the stuff from PSA does? Sometimes. I mean, it varies a little bit because mm -hmm. we build the order, so I don't have 100 guns sitting here on the shelf. So, mm -hmm. you know, I mean... We don't keep guns laying on the shelf. When a customer mm -hmm. orders online, it's built that day and shipped within three days. Okay. Uh, so sometimes I, I I have run a couple of specials, and we have talked about that. Mm -hmm. Those custom guns you see right there are specials. Okay. We just pulled the MSRP almost by 10% uh, over the past two weeks. So it's kind of all of our guns went on sale a couple of weeks ago okay. for a little while. We'll bring the MSRP back up, but... Mm -hmm. We do every once in a while. Just keep your eyes open. And if any questions, mm -hmm. you know, join the uh, Facebook page, the Let's Start Facebook page, and it'll be on there. Okay, very cool. Um, and then just to remind everyone, since we're like in the we're halfway through the show here, uh, you will be able to see Lead Star at the gathering that's coming up. I think starting on Friday. Um, actually, I, I should have pulled up the uh, the website for the gathering. Uh, so let me let me pull up the the times here. I don't know if you guys have that right there, but we can pull up. Let's see. I'll pull it up here on the phone. Come on. All right, here we go. So here's the details. This one, uh, the gathering. So um, media day is on Thursday, so there's nothing going on there for the general public um, on media day on Thursday. But it's starting Friday, and I heard that people can camp out there. Overnight camping is going on. If you're yep. flying in, you have to come in to uh, Greenville Spartanburg Airport. Yep. And there's a bunch of hotels, uh, comfort suites, uh, Quality Inn, Days Inn, Hampton Inn and Suites. Those are all around there. I don't know if you guys want to add anything. Uh, let's see schedule. All the hotels are within two miles of the mm -hmm. range. Mm -hmm. um, the airport's uh, actually about a 30-minute drive from the airport, uh, Greenville-Spartanburg. Mm -hmm. It's a really easy airport to get in and out of. Mm -hmm. uh, 
Friday night, there will be live entertainment. Uh, DPMS is sponsoring the Dirty Grass Soul Band. Uh, there'll be food trucks and adult beverages available. Okay. Uh, on Saturday night, we got a night shoot with EOTech on the 300 yard bay. Cool. Uh, right now, every bay, we got uh, 15 bays. Every bay at least has two to three vendors on each one. So there's a lot of ammo available to shoot, test, and look at some of the new products mm-hmm. uh, that, that came out in 2022 and 2021 that didn't make it to SHOT Show. Yeah. So do you guys have a list or know the uh, the, the stuff that's going to be there at all? I know I was talking about this yesterday with um, uh, Chad. When, Chad, when Chad was on. Yeah, when Chad and uh, Logan were on yesterday, we talked about some of this. Are you aware of what's coming out? Uh, you know, like what? A lot. I, I okay. know some of it, like Leupold, EOTech. Um, you know, SIG's mm-hmm. going to bring a little bit of everything. Barrett's mm-hmm. bringing the new military sniper rifle, the MRAD 338. So that's the one you're going to actually be shooting at the mile. So uh-huh. you're actually uh-huh. going to shoot an actual real military sniper rifle. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, mm-hmm. you know, we'll have all the Lead Star products there. Mike and I will be in our booth. You can come by and say hey to us and, you know, talk shooting competition and guns with us for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, Hyperfire will have the AK trigger there. They'll mm-hmm. have some of their new products that they've got out. They've got a booth. Uh, IWI is bringing all their stuff. And I, knowing Jeremy, he's going to bring some kind of full auto that you can play with. He'll probably right. bring a Glee or something along like that. Yeah, you know? yeah absolutely. And he's going to have bull pops, Mike. Ah, uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna have some, well, I mean, it's going to be like at least a – I don't know if he's going to have an X95 or anything like that. Well, I know the Tab 12, that's the 12 gauge. Um, I don't know. Uh, Tony, did they come out with new stuff at SHOT Show? IWI, what was new for this year? Were they even there? I don't know. No, I don't think they were there, right? I don't think they were there. I don't think so either. Yeah. Because I did the whole line, I did the whole line, uh, firing line, Mm -hmm. uh, at Media Day. Uh, I did see them. Mm-hmm. And but I was all over the place inside, but a lot of people weren't there. And then yeah. they weren't at the Great American Outdoor Show either, because they're just down the road from that in Pennsylvania. Yeah, I think someone told me but, that the IWI yeah. booth was there, but there was no one in the booth. So probably had really yeah, comfortable chairs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, they you didn't go see, to the Great yeah. American Outdoor Show. They mm-hmm. didn't go to shot. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but they will be at the gathering. They will be at the gathering. Which is great. And you have some bullpups. That 12-gauge is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big challenge right now with IWI and PSA Mm -hmm. because of the AK match. You know, AK matches are getting popular. And this was hard for me to take because I'm an AR kind of guy. But when I started working with Leadstar, Chad came to me and he goes, you're going to see that AKs are taking over. And I went, nah, no, I'm talking about use one of them if I took it off of somebody, you know, <laughs> but let me tell you, this stuff's getting crazy with this AK stuff. We, mm-hmm. this AK masters that they put on during the summer, you guys mm-hmm. need to come to that. That's in June, uh, right? I think Chad was saying that's, that's right. in June. Okay. And these mm-hmm. people, it'd be 90 degrees out there, and they're dressed up like, you know, they just came from <laughs> Ukraine or somewhere. I mean, it's, just, it's funny. I, mean, I heard the winner of that. Yeah, I heard the winner of that puts on, like, a green tracksuit, like, you know, like how the, the golf masters. Adidas tracksuit? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, that was Clint Upchurch last year. Clint <laughs> won it last okay. year. Uh-huh. And he had to put on that green jumpsuit and had a big chain, you know, a Mr. T-brace <laughs> there, you know. And it was funny, but it's – 
Oh, and then, you goodness. know, they have four or five of these around. Mm-hmm. They, have, they have the Clash Bash. They have the AK mm-hmm. Masters. We mm-hmm. did the Winter Wonderland where we had a snow machine out there where you mm-hmm. shot a, a stage in the snow. Mm-hmm. You know, we had a snow machine wow. blowing snow. Oh, wow. So okay. It, these yeah. people loving their AKs. Yeah, man. And PSA is, is doing a lot in the AK space. So, like, American-made AKs, uh, yep. PSA has totally, like, changed that whole game. That's your oh, arm. Yeah, yeah. Fooled me. Let me tell yeah. you. I'm waiting for the crank. I wonder, is Leadstar going to do uh, a Leadstar crank? No. Come on. Come on, man. No? <laughs> yeah, I, I, you already got me thinking about a bullpup. What are you talking uh, I know. About? <laughs> I know. I'm, try, I'm trying to get all my requests in. <laughs> oh, if you guys if you guys do a bullpup, oh, goodness, man. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see it for a while. Yeah, I know. We, we're, we're so we're, small, we're, you know. Yeah, we're so far away from that, you know. But um, uh, when you come out Thursday and mm-hmm. you shoot the LWR, mm-hmm. you'll forget all about bullpup. Okay. Trust. All right. Okay. The challenge you know? challenge is, has been set. <laughs> no, listen. I like all kinds of guns, man. I'm in, I'm into all kinds of guns. So, you know, without a doubt, you know. Yeah, I like lightweight stuff. You know, um, I'd like to see. Do you think Lead Star is ever going to get into like integrally suppressed uppers and all that kind of stuff? I know Chad was talking about some of that yesterday. I don't know. I he mean, didn't mention. He didn't mention Lead Star. He didn't mention Lead Star. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we haven't really talked about it because, I mean, mm-hmm. we want to launch some exotic calibers in other platforms and then the bolt gun and then the mm-hmm. 2011, and that's a lot to put on in one year if we can make that happen. I don't know if we can make all that happen or not. Yeah, I don't have that's it right a- here. I don't have it right here with me, but um, so what I keep right next to my bed is a three uh, integrally suppressed 300 blackout. Mm-hmm. And I I made it as lightweight as I could make it at the time with what was available and all that. So if you actually saw well, it, it looks a little bit like a lead star. But this, you know, this is before I even knew you guys. I got a twelve inch lead star sitting up against my bedpost, and everybody goes, "You crazy? You know why would you have a rifle there?" I said, "Because I've been running them for forty eight years. Yeah. I can take them apart at night. You know, yeah, I you mean, sleep." I, that's right. I mean, why change? And I got thirty rounds. If I throw thirty rounds down range, ain't nobody. If they stay there, they're crazy. You yeah, know? those guys are gonna get lit up, and you probably won't even wake up. <laughs> Yeah. No, that's nice. No. Um 42 chilled said that uh t- Tony Simon if you would have gone to I guess if you went to IWI he says you would have remembered Orin Julie. Is she doing a lot of stuff with uh IWI now? Orin Julie? You know Julie Orin Julie. Julie. That's um mm-hmm. she's she's one of the, you ever seen like there's these IDF women that are out there doing a lot of stuff with guns yeah, on mm-hmm. uh Yeah, you guys don't know Orin Julie? Oh, you guys don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't make me See, go to no, I, I don't met, make me go to Instagram now. That's how I, I get. That's how I get in uh, trouble with Lola when I go to the Instagrams. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't blame us for that. Yeah, no, I blame <laughs> you because you don't know. You don't oh, know okay. who Orange. This is their fault, Lola. The whole reason <laughs> I have to go to Instagram is on these guys. It's not. I didn't want to do it. So Orange Julie, uh, let's see. I don't know which one of these pictures I should go to to show you. But um, she's, uh, let's see here. Let me see. I'm going to try to see some IW. Is this? No, this is not IWI right here. But this is Orin Julie right here. So, okay. Yeah, I, I always see her at SHOT Show. See, so there she's with an AK or whatever. But she was in uh, in the IDF. Yeah. 
It's kind of fit, you know, a little fit. Uh, yeah, we could get lost if we uh, stay looking at this stuff, but Orange Julie. So next yep. time, next time when you're at SHOT Show, you know, you guys are in the booth. You guys don't, you guys get locked in yeah, the booth. You don't get to We don't get out to mingle. The only time I get to mingle is when I see Terry Tactical come by, yeah. Terry Butler come by. Oh, <laughs> Oh, you kind of along the same lines, right? <laughs> oh, I know what you're talking about because it's because you can't miss him because it's like mm-hmm. it's like a wing on this side of him and a wing on that side of him of uh, supermodels. Right. Lola says, "Don't even try it." Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I was highly offended by that. I oh, really okay, right. That was not entertaining at all. I didn't even go. I should have um, shown you the spider the spider girl outfit. Let me see. I was hoping you'd click on that one, but yeah, you let well, me you know, I was trying. I was trying to be nice. I didn't want to get in trouble with Lola, but you know, I, I mean, you know, <clears> there oh, we go. I, highly offended. Yeah. Uh, icky. So icky. yeah, get that so off. terrible. Uh, yeah, so terrible. Yeah. I don't know yeah, why that yeah, other thing's not even loading, but uh, yeah. So anyway, Lola, that was. I had to. These guys didn't know. I was just introducing them to other people. We, in we're the, educated now. Yeah, firearms industry. So that's ill. <laughs> Ew. Tony is about the only sexy thing that Tony wants to see. <laughs> Don't make me find a picture of you in the bathtub. Where's the the bathtub? Oh, please, 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 please. <laughs> oh, hey, listen, I got shirts with it on. Probably right yeah, I think I definitely I have a patch like that from you. Do you have a patch? Oh, here goes the shirt. Here we go. <laughs> yeah where is it oh, business oh. shirt yeah here we go okay let's see let's take a look at this here i, I do it inside out when i wash them just so it doesn't fade it mm-hmm. because you know i'm a professional yeah now this is, is going to be a big shirt by the way just of course it's going to be my shirt yeah so there we go <laughs> there you go <laughs> yeah go to the center go to the middle go to the middle right there there you go that's Tony in the bathtub. Oh Lord! But all the good pits, all the good bits are covered up with soap suds. <laughs> that actually raises money for uh, the work we do, and it also helps uh, Pink Pistols. Uh, we actually that's fundraising. Right. You can find it on diversityshoot.com. Yeah. Actually support the there work you go. We do so we're. Yeah, um, there you go. So now everyone is equally covered. Everyone's equally covered. <laughs> so let me see. I don't know if there's any other questions or Tony has any questions for these guys. Um, hey, that AK seven six two by thirty nine, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, okay. Because yes. I didn't see anything on the page that uh, Hank pulled up, but I made an assumption that. Yeah. You, are yeah. you guys going to do the? Like we're doing it in right now. Oh, okay. Uh, I know that. Palmetto State's doing a, a, a five five six and the uh, five four five. Yeah, but right now we're seven point six two by thirty nine. Yeah, yeah, five four five is, is pretty sweet. Yeah, um, the crank yeah, is well, what I'm waiting for. Thousand rounds of seven six two by thirty nine. Mm-hmm. I got I got a few thousand rounds of that, so yeah, that's that's what I'd go mm-hmm. for anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, I don't have one. Uh, I have SKS. Oh, oh, and by you the way, you, call, you need to call me. Mm-hmm. You need to call me. Hey, listen, I'll call you. We hook you up. Keep my mic. Yeah. No shame in my game. I just have to figure out how to get how to get ten rounders. Right. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Welcome to Jersey. Yeah. Are you guys making ten rounder? Do you guys have ten round magazines to ship out with stuff? Are you shipping stuff to Jersey? No. 
No. No. Well, we do no. ship to Jersey. No. Oh, we okay. don't ship magazines with them. Oh, we okay. ship them as we yeah. ship them to California without mags with them. Oh, without the mags. I see. Oh, my God. that's yeah. I would be so mad if, if my box shows up without a magazine in it. Yeah, hey, man. Listen, we're used but, to it. Yeah. We're used to it now because, yeah. I mean, there's a thriving business here mm-hmm. of me sending my mag to mm-hmm. someone and mm-hmm. have them uh, change it over to a 10-rounder. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous, but it is mm-hmm. what it is. But when I go into other places and run classes like Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. like when I'm with Kevin Dixie out in St. Louis, mm-hmm. yeah, I am not bringing a 10 round bag. <laughs> the wife just came up, took care of me. Yeah. Yeah. Gave you some go juice. Gave me something. She snuck in behind me there. To help <laughs> yeah, me out. I saw that. Yeah, cool. Uh, <laughs> shout out to your wife. Uh, 42 Chill says AK 105. I think that is going to be, I think, yeah. yeah gonna, that's coming out PSA. Yeah, I think that's going to be on the PSA side. Let me, this yeah. is the thing that I was thinking, like, you guys, a lot of, or I think all the guns have hyperfire triggers in it. What is the deal there? Is, like, what kind of relationship is going on with, is hyperfire, like, part of the company, or you just really like their triggers? What's the deal there? Yes, all the above. No, um... Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I'm, I'm uh, very lucky and fortunate to have quite a few sponsors with my three gun and Hyperfire has been with me. I actually helped do the R&D work with Hyperfire when they first came out and they have a very unique design and they're very good triggers and uh, they're very big in the market now. <clears throat> and so I know they're reliable. I know they work. They don't break that often. Uh, they're top in PCCs. And when I joined with Leadstar, at the time, you know, I showed it to them. We talked about it, and we just have a good relationship with the the Hyperfire guys. I drive a Hyperfire truck. It's wrapped Hyperfire, mm-hmm. so if that kind of tells you anything. So yeah. So how what how light is the trigger on that truck? It, it's it, it, being an old truck. It's still got some giddy up go, but it's uh. You know, uh but uh, they, they're a very good group, and they're working really hard to get a good trigger out for the AKs for the people and the different things like that. They're mm-hmm. they're out of uh, uh, St. Paul, Minnesota, mm-hmm. up there, and they they help the shooting world quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So, absolutely. If you have you tried one yet? Hyperfire triggers, yes, absolutely. Okay. Have you yes. tried the Eclipse yet? The uh, ECL Eclipse. Uh, is that a newer one that just came out? That's the nickel boron one that's okay. got the pad on it. Uh, it's got no, the I don't. pad, adjustable pad. Okay, no, I don't think I've tried that. I know the hyperfire triggers, man. You basically think about pulling that trigger and it's pulled. Yeah, that's it right yeah. there. Oh. Okay. Yeah. And that's okay. adjustable pad. You can flat, adjust yeah, that's it up. A, so down. that's a flat trigger for the people listening on audio. And then you can right. adjust that pad up and down, you're saying? Okay. Yeah, yeah, and that way your finger goes to the same place each time. But think of a pendulum. When you start mm. pressing on that trigger, wherever that pad is, you can put it all the way at the bottom. You got a long pull, you put it short, you got a shorter pull. Mm. Works like a pendulum. But oh, this thing okay. has springs that create 35%. We're going on break, so we're going, I'll let it go. On. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Move My Freedom podcast going without the support of a DAO or decentralized autonomous organization like Tusk Crypto. Tusk Cryptocurrency is a firearm-friendly e-commerce option for online payment transactions secured on the blockchain. So when you're in the crypto market, please consider Tusk, T-U-S-C. 
So who okay. said who said that you cannot train a marine, an old marine, that easily, man? You're already. We trained you. <laughs> we got you going on that. Let's see. What is this? All right, this I was going to show you package. something here. Okay, cool. This is a package for a high fire trigger. Let me try to. I don't know how this camera thing. Go up a little bit. Go up, 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 up. Okay. All right. I, I need to go that way. All right. You yeah, see the you springs go. right there? Yeah. That, that push the hammer right here? Yeah, it's like double, double barrel springs. Yeah. When that hammer falls forward, those springs create 35% more strike force. Hmm. Uh, so, and you can change those springs, and that's what puts pressure on the sear to actually make the trigger lighter. The heavier the springs, you put in the lighter the sear is going to be, which makes it a lighter trigger pull. Does okay. that make sense? So uh, it's a very unique so. design. And if you run like a 1022 rifle or some of those type of things that this will fit in an AR platform, your light strikes in 22 almost go to zero. You know, mm -hmm. you know how finicky a 22 is. These things yeah. work real well. Wow. So this is the one you saw with the pad on it. This is the Eclipse, the ECL Eclipse. Uh, high fire trigger. Hmm. So, okay. So, yeah, you wait. need to get him to send you one so you can do a review on it. Yeah, I'll talk to those guys. So, you're saying they make that for a 1022, or it's only the 1022 if uh, it's in an I, AR? I'm in, a, I'm in an AR 22, like the Smith AR and Wesson. Okay, right. You know, yeah. that's what I'm okay. to say. Okay, AR 22. Wow. When are you guys but, making an AR 22? No, I. I, I, I <laughs> You want me to make everything, don't you? Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> Especially since I know you, Mike. I'm like, come on. You know? Yeah. Now, are you going to stay the whole week, or are you just coming down for no, Thursday? No, we'll be there Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I'm not sure when we're leaving on the weekend. I don't know if we're leaving Saturday night or Sunday morning or whatever, But because uh, Lola has to get back here for work on Monday, but... We'll be there for well, a few Greg days. And I'll take you over to the Hyperfire booth. They're going to have it on the range there, and they'll have yeah. our guns with the triggers in them and stuff and introduce you to Ben and and okay. all those guys. All the cool. owners are coming, so I'll take okay, you cool. over and introduce you. Oh, yeah, I'm fully planning on harassing you when I get down there. You think this is bad? <laughs> Come on over. Hey, We're good at it. Yeah. Hey, Mike, when are you going to make a, a, a flintlock with a hyperfire trigger? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you need? Or, wait a minute, Tony. Are you insinuating that's what I shot in the Marine Corps or what? <laughs> uh, well, what is in development, man? I'm just, you know, I'm taking pot shots. Do you go, what? Can you tell us what's in development? What can you tell us about? Or are you guys just right now trying to get guns out the door? Or guns, you know, you know manufacturing. Guns out the door is one thing, and, and trying mm -hmm. to grow our LE market is another thing that we're trying to do right now. Mm -hmm. And working on uh, the 2011 that's coming, and, and we want to work on a bolt gun this summer. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we got to, sales have been slow. Everybody knows we went crazy last April. Mm -hmm. We couldn't sell selling 700 guns a week, you mm -hmm. know, and now we're down a little bit. So we got to have we got to have income come in to be able to spend that extra money to develop new things. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. Um, I agree with that. You know, uh, if you want to be logical, sure. <laughs> let's just, let's yeah. go with that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's uh, go. We don't break away from our bread and butter. Right now, no, the Grunt yeah. Series is our bread and butter. That's our mm -hmm. gun that sells. Okay. You know, the All rest right. of this stuff, you know, it picks up in competition season because everybody buys it for competition, but the one that sells year-round is the grunt. Mm -hmm. 
And so Hank, as you know, once you put one in your hand, you can't just sit it down. Right. Yes, absolutely. What's the formula that you guys are using for that? Like, you know, how are you setting yourself apart from the other companies that are out there? Like, you know, the competition in this particular space, in the AR space. Well, I mean, I think we set ourselves around. Uh, we have quality products in there. We can tell you what our guns are built with. You know, I, I can tell you it's built with a high fire trigger. I can tell you it's built with a 158 bolt. I can tell you everything's nitrated for cleaning, you know, and plus we have a basic entry AR that has a floating handguard, muzzle brake, extended charging handle, right? That you get with no extra charge. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, you know, I mean, I'm not going to compare it to somebody else because there's a lot of good ARs out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I can tell you, I also, if you'll look on the website, if you'll look down at contact for customer service, that's my cell phone number. Okay. Okay. That's how confident I am that I don't get enough calls that we have problems out there with what we put out the door. I put my number on there. When my they've got a problem with that gun, they call me, I'll take care of it. You know, I have a no mm-hmm. BS warranty on the gun. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I, I got a customer service because I we're all shooters, all of us on here. And when you got a problem with something and you call somebody, you want to talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. You don't want to have them call you back, right? Yeah. That's the reason I answer the Absolutely. phone when somebody calls yeah. me. Mike yeah. verify it. I'll, yeah. No one I'll wants to have to raise hell like just to get the you know customer service people to uh pay attention to you, you know. Like we uh um actually Babyface that was on yesterday, one of his friends was doing something with an AK, not from you guys, and that thing came so messed up. And basically, they had to raise hell on social media in order for the company to even pay attention to it. And I was like, this is crazy. You know, so you shouldn't have to do that. I had yeah. a customer call me today when I was on my way from Georgia. He bought one of our guns five years ago, and his, it was a PCC. And his buddy, he let his buddy bar it this weekend. His buddy squibbed it and blew up the barrel, mm-hmm. and he couldn't get the nut off of it. I told him, tell, send me a picture of the nut so I know I can get him the right nut, right hand guard, and I'm going to send him one. That's my mm-hmm. gun's five years old. Mm-hmm. You cool. know? I mean, yeah. hey, he, even if he squibbed the gun, I'll take care of it. You know? Okay. okay. And I Very think good. that's what sets us apart it, it is that mm-hmm. we're customer-oriented. We're shooters ourselves. Mike is a shooter. I'm a mm-hmm. shooter. You're talking to shooters. You're talking to guys that's got experience behind those platforms, and we'll mm-hmm. take care of it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Cool. I'm gonna take some of the pressure off of these guys here. See, I was I was going intense right there on him, Tony. That's me going intense. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I now, was impressed. Now the mics are gonna have dreams about bullpups, and in the future a bullpup comes out. <laughs> it's gonna be like Cruise Man says here, and I want it called the Hank. Boom. There you go. There you go. Boom. Yeah. It's gonna come out. I've planted the seed. This is like Inception. Did you see Inception? I'm going to go ahead and text nope. Chad now and tell him to start it on the book. I don't watch movies. I don't support oh. those guys. <laughs> okay. Nice. All right. <laughs> Respect on that. Respect Can't on that. with the Jedi mind trick. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. They're going to be, they're going to think it's their idea to do a bullpup. Yeah. <laughs> These are the bullpups you want. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. PCC okay. and 45 gap. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I'm going to the toy store tomorrow. Oh. I'm going to see if I can find me a toy bullpup so I can give it to him this weekend. Yeah, man, listen, <laughs> it would be so nice to get like a nice 6'5 Creedmoor bullpup. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh... yeah. 
Uh, and I know, well, so um, so yesterday Chad was showing us the 5.7. What is the 5.7 called? Um, he was showing it to us yesterday. The oh, five the seven Rock. Hang- is it The Rock, mm-hmm. the handgun? Yeah, I think it's The Rock. Or something. Yeah, Tony, They uh, so PSA is making a 5.7 handgun. Yeah. 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 So is that... I was I mean, over at their booth mm-hmm. <clears throat> and shot, trying to, you know, check out everything. And I did mm-hmm. not know they had higher-end guns over there, too. So, mm-hmm. yeah, the 5.7 mm-hmm. is... Whose magazine? It takes the FN magazine, or do they have their own proprietary magazine? Good question. I don't know. Mike, you don't know? Okay. Mm-mm. Okay, are you guys I, doing I, a race version of that? Day, but it, it, I thought it, when I picked it up off of Chad's desk the other day, I thought it was a dagger. And I said, nice dagger with a longer barrel. And he goes, no, that's not a dagger. That's a 5.7. Mm-hmm. I said, it is. And then I popped the mag out of it. It looked like a normal mag. I couldn't tell. Okay. Okay. What, what well, when he was showing it yesterday, it looked like metal. Isn't the 5.7 mags plastic? Those are polymer. Yeah, they're polymer. I think yeah. it had a polymer base on it, but I thought it was metal. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I thought he was showing last night. He was showing a metal one, which yeah. maybe someone maybe someone out there is making metal magazines for those. Because be. yeah, I can't, yeah. I don't know. I've got a bunch of the polymer ones. Um, right. You know, so yeah, that's but that's really cool. And you guys don't have any plans right now to do a, a lead star version of that. No. No. Okay. Uh-oh. All right. Okay. I just remember that one, so no, I figured I'll ask that one. <laughs> yeah. I'd probably do a bullpup first. No, I'm okay, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> See, look, <laughs> it's working. It's working. It's working right now. Man, um, mentally, you got a stinking <laughs> mental, you know. Yeah, I saw. I saw Willis over there making text. You know, he's like, yeah, we've, yeah. we've got a brilliant idea here. We are going to do bullpups. Come up with an idea, bullpup. Next yeah. thing. Can you it's, imagine a skeletonized bullpup from, seriously now, come on, from Leadstar, skeletonized? With some with some of the no. great colors or the custom jobs that you guys do? No. You can come on now. Actually, that would be so beautiful. Had, since using this thing, since using this, this bullpup high point, and then High Tower Armory sent me over the kit for the 1022. So that mm-hmm. looks like an FN uh, mm-hmm. P90. Mm-hmm. And I do the kids' shoots. You know what I mean? I do the mm-hmm. kids' shoots. And the kids love it because it looks like stuff from the video games. Yeah. So all of a sudden, I and show then, up. Yeah, with this, there you go. Yep. Boom. And, and the kids are in love with it and they're shooting. And then the adults come over. This is a 1022. Mm-hmm. This is a 1022. Mm-hmm. I have the uh, laser and everything and the light from uh, O Light. Uh, a friend of mine actually works for them, and he sent it to me. So the kids can mm-hmm. turn on the laser, and it's everything from the video game. And now, look, sometimes kids get bored because you have the old wooden steel, you know, granddad's gun. But when you shoot this, this is from the video games they play. Mm-hmm. And we need to get this next generation realizing that it's normal to shoot guns. It's safe to shoot firearms. And... uh and, and just let it take over. We don't have to give them the whole Second Amendment thing. We just, yeah. It's not what people are telling you about. And if they mm-hmm. grow up in it, if they're excited about it, we win. Yep. We win every time. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, that's the way I look at it, man. Look, so, bullpups. Confidence more better. Yeah. So, bullpups. Yeah, exactly. There that, you go. Those two things turn me over onto bullpups 
being fun, being compact um, for smaller people. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. you have something this long, and it's not going to be front heavy, and it's easy to use. And if they come up with it, uh, if they start with that, then they're used to that. Me, hey, dude, how many three straight months of Marine Corps running the AR? For, excuse me, M16. And there was a significant gap between when I left the Corps and when I bought my first or touched my first uh, AR-15 as a civilian, and it all instantaneously came back. Mm-hmm. It's just like, bam, bam. Locked mm-hmm. it back, checked it, and I was like, this is scary because I didn't mean to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it just <laughs> instantaneously came back to me. Mm-hmm. So that kind of training... Get kids on a, a bullpup. Get kids on anything, and mm-hmm. get this next in, in, in generation introduced to this, and not have it be something new, mm-hmm. because it's not. This is heritage. This is American heritage, mm-hmm. and pretty much we're the last country standing there like this. Uh, How- even though Ukraine decided to try to change up and get a Second Amendment of their own, but they had to wait till it invasion. Yeah, it's a kind of a weird thing. How do you guys feel looking at that whole thing in in the Ukraine and that? You know, they're give, how many guns did they give away? Like 10,000, 20,000? Not um, as many as we gave away in Afghanistan when we left, but yeah. Oh, well, yeah. 10,000. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. They are, Believe me. The, the Ukraine um, thing yeah, is they gave 10, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what were you going to say? I just say the Ukraine thing is interesting. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, it's. You really can't say anything about it because we don't know where it's going to go. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we thought I mean, we knew where it was going to go in the beginning. People probably thought, "Hey, in the beginning, here Russia is just going to like just you know roll right over these guys," but it didn't turn out that way. But it's a weird—I don't know—I have weird feelings about the whole thing. Ukraine is not like one of the greatest countries out there in the world. There's a lot of corruption and all that kind of stuff going on over there. Uh, but at the same time, you know, Russia is not so awesome either. So. You know, and it seems like Russia, the the soldiers going in there really, I don't know if it's a deliberate plan or not, but they really didn't send in. I thought the Russian soldiers would be a lot more prepared and and perform better than what we're seeing over there. Although it's a good thing for the folks in the Ukraine, right? Uh, My issue with the Ukraine, my issue with the Ukraine to wait is you wait until... You wait to give these people their rights mm-hmm. when you're up against the wall. When mm-hmm. you fail politically as a politician, you fail them to keep them out of the war. And now all of a sudden you want them to be a meat buffer between you and your failed policies and the Russian military. Mm-hmm. That's my issue. When they went into Crimea, you should have been handing out guns to every civilian. You should have changed the law, what, four mm-hmm. years ago, seven years ago? I forgot when they went over. 2014? That's when they should have been handing out every firearm to every civilian. So people actually have a tradition, a working knowledge of this. They've been running classes. They realize this is real because the country got invaded before. They invaded Georgia. Like, why did you wait until now? Again, I feel it's just failed politicians putting uh, citizens between them and their FO. Mm-hmm. Now, now you have to defend your city because your president and your politicians screwed up. Mm-hmm. Understand, war is still politics. Yeah. It is interesting to see that even though they handed out those guns, there were a lot of people training with cardboard cutouts. Did you guys see that? Yeah. We did that here. Yeah. Really? We, we did yes, that we did. here. I mean, mm-hmm. World War II, dude, we had Jeeps with the word tank written on the side. We didn't have it. 
Mm-hmm. So, yeah, militaries and people have been caught off. I was actually looking it up for my next podcast mm-hmm. and other countries that have it going on right now. And they were in Ethiopia still mm-hmm. running cardboard cutouts because mm-hmm. you're running the drills. And you just you don't need a real gun for a lot of this stuff. Even when I do classes, I use blue guns mm-hmm. until I need a real one. I can teach mm-hmm. all the safety. I can teach sight alignment. I can teach grip, um, all that without using a real firearm. So I don't take those off the line. And now you've got a three-day class, and then you go into the front line. Dude, they are not mm-hmm. doing you a favor. <laughs> they you are see, not we, doing you a favor. We've got to give them – somewhere NATO has to give them firearms because they're slowly going to run out of AK ammo because they, Russia's not going to give them AK ammo, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they got AKs, mm-hmm. and they're going to run out of ammo. So if they don't get into the 556 program quickly, you know um, – <laughs> You know, they're going to run out of ammo. And so that's why I think whether somewhere in NATO, us, wherever, is going to be giving them five, five, sixes and the ammo. Richard Childers, a race car owner, just mm-hmm. donated a million rounds. Did y'all see that? Yeah, I saw that. Mm-hmm. He donated a million rounds to go over there. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I saw that Adam's Arms already has sent guns over there. They mm-hmm. advertised it on Facebook that they sent guns over there. So, okay. You know, that's happening. And if we don't get something over there, I mean, those people are standing their own ground with what they got mm-hmm. right now. So, yeah, it's a, know, weird, it's, just, it's a weird dichotomy of in America, they're doing everything to take the guns away from people and take the education mm-hmm. a, a, away from people and take the tradition, like Tony is saying, away from people. But then at the same time, they're showing everyone, oh, look at these guys. It's awesome. They get to stand up and defend themselves. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the whole point of it. And including here in America, the whole point of it is we, you know, we may have to defend ourselves against our own government. Well, there was the a poll out are... yesterday. I don't know if you guys saw it yesterday. There was mm-hmm. a poll out. That I don't know the age group. They said it was the younger group. I don't remember the age group that they polled. And, you know, a lot of the younger crowd today don't care if America gets invaded. They said they leave. <laughs> okay. They're going to care. They're going to care. (laughs) They may not care now. They will care if it actually happens. (laughs) Yeah. Before he gets, before he does that, he's going to turn the banks off. We're going to be at our own throats anyway, because he's going to turn the bank. He's going to, we're going to get cyber attacked. He's got China behind him. You know, Mm -hmm. we're going to get cyber attacked and that's where you're going to lose all your credit cards. You're going to lose all the money you got in the bank. All that Mm -hmm. stuff's going to happen first. Yeah. That's just I what I think. Yeah. Right. I know there's big cyber wars going on right now, whether people realize it or not. That's the big thing with Russia. And I've always thought that Russia is like number one for hacking. Although I know there's yeah. people out there that would argue that. But we've had we've had those conversations here as well. I think uh, uh, Russia and China are like the top hackers out there. Although I hear, I hear Israel's pretty big on hacking also. You know, oh, and yes. America is yeah, somewhere there up. in the top. Maybe I think America is in the top three. America has to be very defensive right. with hacking when it comes to that. You know, but I think I'm you're right. At the end of the next break. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, yeah. We've got like a minute. Go ahead, uh, Mike. Oh, I'm just, I'm just joining, I'm adding to the conversation. Yeah. You know, right now, if you ain't packing a bug out bag, you might want to think about that. Oh yeah. Yeah. You, there's a whole <laughs> bunch of things. Location, something. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Get up on some ham radio. People think these phones are always going to work. Number one thing that's going to go down. I think we're to issue everybody bullpup. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just the brilliance that just came out of you, Mike. 
the brilliance. <laughs> you know, very seldom do you get that kind of brilliance coming out of a Marine. <laughs> uh, I had to throw it out there, Hank. Oh, yeah, I know, man. man. You're playing that. You're playing that mirror effect on me. I see. <laughs> the Who Moved My Freedom podcast is made possible by our partners at Two A Commerce. Veteran-owned and with over 20 years' experience, 2A Commerce is the leader in custom e-commerce and web application development in the shooting sports industry. Clients include major brands such as Guard Dog Body Armor, Sylvan Arms, AccuFire Technologies, The Tactical Games, Warrior Knife Company, and yours truly, Hank Strange. Visit 2A Commerce and support this show by supporting them. Once again, visit the number two, acommerce.com. All right, listen, we have to get, we got to get Willis into this conversation, you know. I feel like we need to, what are you, you're looking at, you know, you're dealing, you're looking at us. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Willis <laughs> is quiet. He's the solid attacker, you know. He will attack you quietly, you know. I no. did take Chad to find out about the 5.7 for you. And that oh, is you did? Oh, cool. Mag. Yeah. It's a metal mag? Oh, so so PSA is design. Really? PSA is design. Yeah. Oh, cool. Does it work in a five seven pistol? Oh, we don't. Uh, yeah, that was well. What I asked him is which mag are we running in the five seven? And he oh, said okay. It's, uh, ours. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know why we lost Tony there. Why did we lose Tony? I don't know if Tony left us or he should be coming back because I don't think he said he was leaving until like nine. So, um. The question that I would want to know about that is, can you take that, the PSA 5.7 mag, and put it in a 5.7? That I'll be interested in knowing, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I want to see what that magazine looks like, too, when I when I come up there. So, uh, shout out to Boss Hog, he just came in. You know, um, 42 Chilled said, real life will wake them up. It's weird that uh, people in America aren't worried about those kind of things. They, sh you know... That stuff's happening every day. Maybe not physically. I mean, well, you know what? Honestly, we got people coming across the border, anyways. But right, we do. Yeah, you know. But I think there's cyber attacks and all that kind of stuff going on every day. You know, um, I mean, it's there's weird stuff happening in America, man. You know, when you see when you see the folks on the other side, and not to get like super political about it here, but when you see the folks on the other side of what like what, how we think. When you see those guys calling anyone who's like, hey, hold on, we got to slow down before we get caught up in a war here and all that. And they're like, lock them up. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of that's kind of yeah. weird, right? Yeah, I that's know. a big flip that's going on here. So, well, you know, and I don't know. We'll, we'll see and we'll see how that comes. But I don't know how mm -hmm. it's going to outcome. You know, we've got a mm -hmm. lot of uh, we've got a lot of people that's actually going over there to work right now. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know what the number. Somebody told me yesterday over 20,000 already. But that's what somebody told me. I don't know if that's a true number or not. But I haven't of, seen of like official troops or people volunteering? No, 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 no. Not troops, people volunteering mm -hmm. Okay. to go over. Well, they're paying them well. You know, yeah. I don't know if you saw what they're paying them, but they're paying them yeah. well. And I'm assuming that we're on, um, I'm assuming that we're kind of like back in the Cold War stance, right? Yeah, that's kind of what we talked about the other day. Some of the guys and I talked mm -hmm. about it. It kind of seems like it mm -hmm. did back when I was first in the Marine Corps, you know, mm -hmm. Cold War. Yeah. You know? 
Yeah, so. because I've seen like certain things that haven't been activated for a while all of a sudden get activated. Yeah. You know? Um, so that's interesting that, you know, uh, we're kind of like lining up the, the like you've you had people who were experts in that field and and a lot of those folks were even in retirement and stuff like that and now they're back out there. So very interesting. Um let's it's, see what it's mm-hmm. Yeah, see there's what happens. Mm-hmm. There's also something the other day. There are a lot of people just showing up over there that aren't military, aren't getting mm-hmm. paid. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there was someone, oh gosh, there was a couple guys out of Canada. I don't remember who all was on it. Mm-hmm. But they had just landed at the airport and were trying to get to a front line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely heard that. I heard that there's some uh, like Marines and stuff like that that are showing up, you know. Hey, sixty thousand, sixty thousand a month's good pay. Oh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> damn. You know, that's what I heard. Yeah, yeah, I've heard people have get, been getting some good offers. I don't know if you really want it, man. I don't think that's going to be fun times over there. No, I don't think it's going to be fun times. I think, I think Russia's just going to beat them down slowly. You know, hopefully we can mm-hmm. keep them supported, and you know, but mm-hmm. I think they're going to beat them down slowly. They have to. They're just so much larger, but there's so much at stake over there right now. Mm-hmm. And we got a president. He, he even said that Russia's going to invade Russia. You know, Putin's going to invade Russia the other night. Did you hear that? <laughs> no, I didn't hear that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Russia. Putin's going to invade oh, Russia. Man. Yeah. He don't so even know crazy. who's invading who anymore. No, that's so crazy. Well, remember, remember a, while, a little while back, he said, "Oh, you know, if they do a little incursion, it's no big deal." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> a little, yeah, a little micro incursion. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, a little micro aggression, no big deal. You know, uh, Boss Hog says, "If you live long enough, it's great." Yeah, yeah, that's the thing that I really worry about. And at this point, we're starting to see people getting killed over there. Like, there's been a few journalists. That have uh, died over there, yeah. yeah. So, um, well, they're I mean, not here. Not... They're fighting. Russia's coming in fighting a war. Mm-hmm. It's not where we're. They're not part of NATO, so they don't care if they attack hospitals, old folks' homes. It's not. You know, it's almost like they're going back to Stalingrad back in World War Two. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. it's the, they're shooting anybody they can see. Yeah, when they come in or bombing them or whatever. It feels like a very desperate move from Putin to me, and you got to be scared. You have to, like, I don't care how badass you are. When a dude is desperate, you got to be worried about that. You can't, like, turn your back on a desperate guy. That's right. You know, that's a dangerous person. And I feel like Putin is in kind of in that mind state that, hey, it's either I I secure my power right now and the world, like, like, recognizes that Russia has this power or we've lost it. You know, yeah. Well, so, and also for the military funding, how long can he can they go with mm-hmm. this? I mean, you, you, the money's not endless. You can't. You haven't even made it to have they haven't made it to a major city yet, have they? Oh, uh, I think they ju- aren't they just outside Kiev at this point. They're outside Kiev, Kiev but this has been going yeah. for how long? And this has just been on the outskirts. Third week coming up this day after yeah. tomorrow. Be third week. Yeah, but that's what worries me. Like the further, the longer this gets strung out. I feel like the worst thing, something's going to happen that's going to be really bad that we're going to look at it. But, you know, it's kind of it's a, it's a really weird situation that we're in, you know. Um, and probably and this look, if you look at the people like we are looking at it one way, we're here. 
But when I look at news reports and all that, where they're talking to people in Europe, it's freaking them out because, like, mm. on the ground that they're on, World War Three is like brewing, and you're talking about right. Europeans, just like Americans. A lot, like a lot of stuff that's happening in America to me, it's because we've gotten really, really very passive in America because. Things are really not that bad. You know, even though we think, okay, well, gas prices are high and that's that bad. You know, we're really not suffering here. People are really have it good, and it's why they're not paying attention to what's happening in politics. And that same thing was happening over in Europe up until this. You know? And no, people, you're right. Yeah. You know, I feel like people were going about their lives just thinking like, oh, man, I'm going to get a nice cell phone, you know? Let me get my second house or whatever. In Europe, if you just think about that, people are thinking about that, and then all of a sudden it's like, wait a second, we're going back to World War, we're going back to World War Three stance here now. You know, that's Germany, a weird feeling. You know, yeah. look at all of Poland, look mm -hmm. at all of them. You know, mm -hmm. yeah, well, yeah, yeah. So it's a it's a it's a weird, crazy kind of thing that's happening in the world. And it's giving me that, like, I don't, you know, usually, I don't know about you guys, but usually when we look at things, we're like, okay, this is going to happen here, you know, and then that thing happens. But this whole thing gives me that feeling of, I have no freaking clue what's going to happen. I, I agree with you. I don't, that's what I said earlier. I don't have any idea. Mm -hmm. There's nothing leading to anything that gives us any hint of where this thing will be tomorrow, next day, or a week from now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, um, and then I think it was Chad saying yesterday, just look at the powers that the governments around the world are using. And we might cheer that when they're using it against Russia. But what about when they're using it against us? And they're already doing that to us in the gun community. Yeah. You know, yeah. so we're already getting cut off from things, cut off from financing, you know, cut off from social media platforms and all that kind of stuff for something that literally in America is covered. Uh, you know, by the Second Amendment, where like you know people come down on us all the time over it. So, well, let's look at Switzerland. Every mm -hmm. family in Switzerland has issued a rifle. Mm -hmm. How many mm -hmm. times have they been invaded? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. I don't they, think any. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They have never. They've been a neutral country in World mm -hmm. War Two. Right. They were in the middle of mm -hmm. Europe in mm -hmm. World War Two. Mm -hmm. That's a good. And point. they were neutral. Mm -hmm. You know, and they every family's issued a rifle. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. and and they've never been attacked. Mm -hmm. Yeah, from anything. Yeah. So, do you do you think people would easily want to actually put boots on the ground in America, though? You talking about somebody from over there coming over here? Yeah, yeah. From you know, from no. do you think another country wants to put boots on the ground here in America? No, I think they think about it. I don't mm -hmm. think they would do it. I think they probably have thought about it. I don't. Mm -hmm. they, I, I think. They, I, that's the reason cyber warfare, that stuff. I believe if we get, we're going to fight amongst ourselves. Oh, I told people back in the seventies, when I saw the very first Mad Max movie, mm. you better watch this movie because we're going to be in that state one day and look mm. at us. Mm. We already getting ready where we want to fight over gasoline, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So, uh, we're going to fight within, I think if, mm. if, because we're going to get mad at each other thinking that this guy, we're so separated in parties now, there is no bipartisan. They keep talking about that. They're, they're, we're so separated in the United States from one mm -hmm. party to the other. We're completely left, completely right. Mm 
Mm-hmm. We're nowhere in the middle right now, and we're fi- we're eating ourselves from within. You yeah, know? I I agree with that when it comes to the people. I think the people are separated into two parties in their minds, but the parties are really just one party to me, man. I don't really see big differences between them. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I don't think nobody's going to want to put boots on the ground. I think they've thought of it probably, mm-hmm. but I don't think it'll ever happen. I just think they'll attack us through our finances and mm-hmm. they'll shut us down. They'll, they'll, our grid, they'll, they'll cut off our electrical power and our grid and that stuff. Mm-hmm. Make life uncomfortable. All those comfortable things that we're enjoying, uh, yeah. you know, they can make it uncomfortable. Boss Hawk said if that happens, uh, Red Dawn will come to life. That's true. And I think that's yeah. true in certain states. I don't know what would happen yeah. in like, in well, not even. I don't want to say New York State because there are guns in New York State, but New York City, for example, those big cities are done. L.A. is going to surrender even before it happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Atlanta might last a little while, but not long. Right. Um, right. But, but L.A. and those are you're right. You're right. I mean, yeah. it's uh, yeah. going to happen. Uh-huh. Um, Shelly Fungus is saying Israel was hit with a major cyber attack today. Super major. I didn't. I didn't hear about that. Is that? Uh, I didn't. Know. Yeah. Neither. Uh. Wow. Okay. Yeah. There's a. There's a lot of things going on out there, and I think that you know people just need to make sure that they're, uh, you know, they're paying attention to what's happening, and uh, and then just be prepared for everything. You know, don't don't get too comfortable. You know, have alternate methods for different things. Like, how are you going to move around? How are you going to communicate? How are you going to eat if all of a sudden you can't go to the supermarkets and buy stuff? Or like you're saying, you know, all of a sudden your your credit cards and stuff like that don't work that we're dependent on. I mean, we knocked those things out for Russia. You know, I think China stepped up and put them right back on or put them on a different system. That's not necessarily going to happen here for us. Yeah, it's going to be a funny day when I'm sitting behind somebody at Starbucks and they can't buy a cup of coffee with their credit card. Mm-hmm. Okay. I laugh. At what are you doing it, in Starbucks? That's my no. <laughs> I'm not, but I'm just using that as a joke. You go to McDonald's, somebody uh, gets a Coke and they pay a credit card mm-hmm. for a 99 cent drink. You know? Yeah. Boss Hawk says he does not want to go into the Thunderdome. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. No, nobody, no <laughs> one wants to do it. It's weird. Like I saw on the news today that Biden made some executive orders around uh, uh, crypto. Did you guys see that? No. no, I've been hearing some stuff about crypto, but I didn't see what was being said. Yeah, I think he was telling different agencies that they need to look at crypto. And even I think they're considering uh, making an American like a government crypto. Really? And that's all interesting wow. to me. Like, why all of a sudden would they be looking at that? And where are they going with it? I don't. First of all, I don't want that. The government yeah. crypto is called the dollar. It's already getting devalued. I'm not really interested. <laughs> you know, I would not yeah. be interested in the government making a crypto. Uh, the yeah. The whole nature of it should be de- decentralized, in my opinion. And I'm not a super expert on that, but um, you know, we do have some crypto guys that come on and we talk about that stuff. Uh, you know, obviously, if you guys are listening to the stuff that's playing here, uh, you know, we're associated to Tusk, which is a firearms friendly crypto. But I I don't want those things run by the government. I don't want them in control of that. You know, no, no, not at all. So. Pretty big hive the other day. I mean, over the past few weeks, hadn't it? I mean, Bitcoin went down. 
Yeah, it's been it's bit. been it's been going down. I think it went up today from the thing from from what Biden put out there. But it's weird. Like I even reached out to people and I was like, "What does this stuff from Biden mean?" And they're like, "Well, I don't really see. I can't really figure it out right now of where they're going with it." But it's interesting that all of a sudden Biden's thinking about crypto or directing agencies to think about crypto. But um yeah, it looks like uh Bitcoin was up. You know, it was up 1.2%. So it's 39 one Bitcoin is worth 39,207 bucks. Uh, what was it? I mean, a few couple months ago it was Well, a couple of months ago it was 70,000, so it's gone way down. Yeah. 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 Wow. But that's just, you know, that's just markets. Like when you're on when everything's up high, you get out and you know, you right, wait right. until it goes down to get back in there. But yeah, some some interesting things I think have been happening with that. So, all right, listen, I don't I don't think Tony's coming back because his podcast is probably started already because we're already at the nine o'clock hour here. So uh, what I'm going to actually do here is let you guys tell the folks out there how, you know, where the best places um, for them to go to to find out stuff about Lead Star or communicate with you guys. And then what I'm going to do is run in the end. And then I'm going to come back and one of you is going to leave us with words of wisdom. And uh, I don't know who I don't know who's going to be leaving us with the words of wisdom. You guys can figure that out. It's going to be Sexton. Oh. <laughs> it's not going to be you, Willis. I mean, come on, man. No, it's not going to be me. We should at least get some words of wisdom out of you. But OK. <laughs> no, I think Sexton's got plenty of words of wisdom. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, OK. So and then that, before you guys tell the folks how to get in touch with you, I just want to say so. After tonight, we're not doing a show again for this week. We'll be probably we'll be back next Monday doing a show, but we are going to be at the gathering in South Carolina. So you guys will be able to see us there on Friday and Saturday. At least we'll be out there. So we'll be the, be there Thursday, Friday, Saturday at least. Maybe we're leaving on Sunday. Um, uh, Shelly Fungus says I want a dagger and a lead star AR. Awesome. So you guys aren't actually selling stuff at the show, are you? Uh, I'll have a dealer there that they can actually buy it there. Oh, cool. Yeah, that, okay. yes, we can. Okay, cool. All right. So, yes, if you want to come to that show, that will be a great opportunity to sh to handle and shoot these things. And then there will be a dealer there that you can go through um, all the proper stuff and buy Mike. something. Yeah. Oh, yeah, cool. Mike will be there. He's one of our dealers, so he can he can do that also. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I invite anyone if you if you're coming down to South Carolina, uh, hit me up. If you see me there, please, you know, feel totally free to talk to me and stuff like that. I always love to meet the folks out there who actually support what I'm doing here. Uh, it's always a pleasure and actually helps uh, recharge my batteries to know that they're actual human beings out there participating in this. Um, so go ahead, guys, for the folks out there who want to communicate with you guys or find out yeah. more info. Where do they go? Yeah, if you want to communicate well, with me, you can uh, reach me at mike at leadstorms.com, uh, my email, uh, my phone number. You know, you can find it on the website down at the bottom down there if you want to talk about Leadstar. Uh, I'm I'm around shooting in all these matches, going different places. Look me up. Uh, hit me up on Facebook. Friend me. Uh, you'll find out about a lot of our shooting. If you're interested in Leadstar, look up uh, Carolina Shooters Group. Uh, you get on Carolina Shooters Group, you can find out a lot about Lead Star and the matches that we attend and the shooter group, uh, shooters like Mike and myself uh, going to those. So um, hit us up on Facebook, uh, give me a call or hit, send me an email. We'll, we'll, we'll talk, chat, and get you fixed up. 
Absolutely. Willis? Yeah, kind of like what Mike said. If you come out to any of the matches, Mike and I are competing somewhere every weekend. And we have uh, – we always bring Lead Star rifles. That's what we're competing with. We'd love for you to shoot them, check them out, see what you think. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I said, you can find us on Facebook or just go straight to Lead Star. But um, come out, do some competing, and we'll show you some rifles. All right, awesome. And there's some folks out there uh, thanking you guys uh, for coming in here. So I think Shelly Fungus says, uh, thanks, Lead Star Gents. Um, you know, I think this was a, was a great show. We got some nice insight into what you guys do. We need to have you on again. When things come out and all that, please feel free to come on here and, and do stuff. I know you guys also have events out there, you know, where people, you have, other than this event, you have other events that you guys typically do that people can, um, you know, come to or get a chance to see these things. So, uh, that's much appreciated. I am going, we wouldn't be able to keep the who Move my freedom podcast going without the support of manufacturers like safety Harbor firearms. SHF is a quintessential family owned small business, totally representative of the American dream. Safety Harbor firearms is a Florida based manufacturer of the compact entry stock and the SHTF 50 upper for an AR-15 lower. Also, SHF happily delivers on your Sten Gun parts needs. So don't forget to check out StenParts.com and SafetyHarborFirearms.com. All right, so there you go. That being said, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to run in the end. We're going to come right back here, and one of the mics is going to give us words of wisdom. Let me run it in right now. All right, guys, thanks so much for joining us. Like I said, we won't be here for the rest of the week. So uh, feel free to check out the other social media that we're on and the YouTube channel. We'll have stuff going up there that you guys will be able to see. Uh, So I don't know. Which one of the mics is leaving us words of wisdom here? Mr. Sexton. Go ahead, Mr. Sexton. Yeah, it's all All right, guys. All the words of wisdom. Keep your head on a swivel, your eyes open, pay attention to your surroundings, and watch what's going on around you. That's the best defense that you can have. Stay safe. Awesome. Thank you so much, guys. All right, stay right there, guys. I'm going to hit the buttons here and end the show. Thanks to everyone out there. I hope you guys have a great, safe week. Thanks so much for uh, joining us here, and we'll see you next week.